Yo, yo. You got it? <laughs> that nigga be showing off, right? <laughs> I'm still here because somebody probably prayed for me. Your mic going, nigga? You still here because somebody got to pray for me. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Sam Axe Events, a.k.a. the greatest podcast in the world. Here for your weekly education and entertainment. Hopefully y'all had a pretty good week. Hopefully y'all not too exhausted from working that Monday. Hopefully y'all had a good entertaining time watching the Super Bowl. We definitely going to recap some of these trailers that we saw. Uh, some of them was hit and miss. Some of them was pretty good. And if y'all enjoyed the game, man, well, God bless you. But We're going to have to break down some stuff this week, man. <laughs> Part of it's going to be that Super Bowl entertainment that they gave us for the halftime show. Man, yeah. that was some entertaining stuff right there. Very entertaining. Man. Y'all like that? It, no, I, I like it for all the wrong reasons, man. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to get to it, man. I took a petty pill right before the podcast started, man. So yeah. I'm going to get real petty about some of the stuff I saw. Man. Oh, God. Yeah, but yeah, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. Tommy right here, leading the way. Ryan right next to me. What's up? Ready to get to some shit. Sean, how you doing, man? Good, man, doing good, man. Thank you guys for coming out Friday. Thank Had a blast. The, thank you for the baby gifts. We've opened that, and she liked all that. So, oh, good, man. Exciting. Yeah, well, thank you for that. That was really nice. Everybody had a good time. Um, yeah, that was cool to get everybody out. You know, we don't get to go out as much as we probably would like. Uh, so, no, man, you're yeah. going to be saying that for the next at least 14. <laughs> no, 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 14, 14, 15 years, man. Okay. Usually when they get across like 12 years old, you'd be a little bit happy about, you know right. what, I can leave them at home, man, yeah. because you got the younger son, like Wyatt. He can yeah. probably watch the baby. You can watch him, yeah. And yeah. we got a lot of people that's already asking to babysit. So, uh, nice. hopefully that stays true when the baby gets here and starts whipping ass. Crying all over. Nah, I can't babysit no more. I just I don't feel good, you know. So we'll see how that goes. But we got a lot of people with us already like, man, when can we hold? When, when, when can we get her, you know? So uh, so hopefully that stays true. But, uh, man, no, that was really good, man. That was cool. Good food. Uh, man, it was a good time. So Yeah, man. You know, well, Fusion congratulations to you and Lacey, man. Yeah. Hopefully y'all get y'all sleep in. Yeah. Lacey, she probably ain't sleeping like a lick the past she few sleeps. months. She sleeps. She just, she, she's uncomfortable. She snores like a motherfucker, too. So, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. she earned that. Yeah, yeah. Every time I, if I happen to wake up in the middle of the night, it's over with. I cannot go back to sleep because she snores so loud. But uh, she never snored before, so it has to be because she's pregnant. But. Uh, yeah, man, she's pretty much ready to push that thing on out of there. So uh, I think it's about two more weeks. Dang. Yeah, two more weeks. Uh, maybe three. We'll see. So yeah, it's close. So. Yeah, end up doing a podcast from your basement. Uh, <laughs> you know, podcasting at the, right. the hospital. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes as far as the podcast go. But Bringing I, the baby to the podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, we just watched the Super Bowl at my parents and uh, had some pizza and some chips and stuff like that. That was pretty cool. So uh, yeah, but other than that, man, just just trying to make it through the week. Just trying to make it through the week here. So. It's, it's been a weird few weeks for me at work, man. I, I'm finally going to take a day off tomorrow just so I can just take my son to the dentist, and then I'll just relax the rest of the day because I haven't really used my vacation day. So I need to be more you know, conscious of just taking a day off and just resetting. So I need to start using my vacation days. So, Ryan, how your week been, man? Not bad. Not bad. That's uh, an improvement based on the recent answers you've been giving us, like the world's about to end, you know. You know you're almost underneath the bridge, but you seem to make it out. <laughs> yeah. Somebody that's uh, worked from home for the past two years, I try not to complain too much, but uh, it never fails uh, when you guys ask me how my week's been. But job- That's always interesting. Working from home, like like how do your, um, your bosses keep an eye on you? Do they like buy you they a listen- camera to, uh, to like, watch to you while you're working? They listen to everything, yeah. Yeah, like a hawk. Yeah, I get, I'm tracked on how many calls I take, how many outbound calls I make. 
if I'm baking a cake. <laughs> sorry, sorry, couldn't resist. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, they, yeah. My uh, boss bought my computer, so yeah. Anytime if he wakes up at three o'clock in the morning and wants to check on his computer, if I'm on xvideos.com, he has access to that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Um, I do my job, and uh, yeah, my job is uh, it's pretty difficult actually. It, it, my job is not the easiest. Thankfully, he's given me a break from actually doing physical repairs on hearing aids, which I did for the past seven years, and uh, going to FedEx five times a week, dropping off repairs, making shipping labels and, and doing all this extra mess and doing marketing reports for the owner. So he's relieved me of a lot of the duties I had at the old job we both work for. So, but yeah, he still, he still makes sure I'm pulling my weight and uh, yeah, it's not all it's cracked up to be, believe me. And except for the gas money saved and driving on ice during winter time. It's, I, I'm still busting my ass five days a week, sometimes six, seven days a week. I do, I do work weekends without pay. But, yeah, I'm in sales. So, yeah, commission is, is everything. So, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm uh, thankful, love my job. But, good Lord, I cannot wait till I'm out of sales. It's not from some people that they thrive and love being in sales. I like consistency. I like having a guaranteed check every week. So I, I'm 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 apparently good at it. I don't think I'm I don't think I'm all that. But yeah, my bosses seem to love me the past decade. But yeah, it's it's been a decent week. It's been a decent week. Well, I'm happy to hear it. And Sean, like I said. Get all the sleep you can. Oh, yeah. Still sleep if you can. I've been trying to, yeah. Like, start investing into, like, you know, eating a little bit healthier because you're going to need a little bit of energy, man. You might have to start looking at the diet, you know, because them babies, man, they they wear you out so quickly. (laughs) I remember how it was when I first had my son. I got no sleep. I was grouchy as hell. I'm pretty sure it would have, I was like one bad night away from, like, you know what, babe? Can we return this one? <laughs> like I, I don't think this is working out. I don't, I don't think I don't, I don't think I'm I don't think I'm be a good dad right now. I think that, like this one's like nah. I don't I don't think he might be defective or something because yeah. he keep crying. Like he you feed him and then he get up and he cried like an hour later. Man, I was getting man. If I can punch my infinite man, I swear I was getting ready to punch my son one night. I was like man, I just fed you. Like what the hell is wrong with you? Right. I gave you everything that you wanted. So, but once again, I have boys. I don't know if boys are just like that much different from girls as far as like how yeah. they. They they get up in the middle of the night or whine like changing a diaper. Oh, I am so I am so grateful I don't have to touch another diaper Ooh. in my life. Oh, except what is in mine when I'm like 90 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I am not looking forward to touching oh, another diaper well. in my life. Hopefully I'm dead and gone by the time that even comes to fruition. <laughs> I told my kids like if it comes to the point, man, where y'all gotta y'all gotta change, man, just let me go. Just let me go. Like, I, I don't even care no more, man. Oh, I ain't yeah. trying to live life like this, and I right. want y'all to be dependent on me to do all this. Just <laughs> take my money, you know. Fast, fast, fast and Furious 22. <laughs> Out, Dad. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, Vin Diesel's son. W- one more ride. <laughs> one just, more ride. Rock this on a wheelchair. Dad's gone. Oh, what man. happened? You guys set him off with something angry. You made him pass away. So being some yeah. nursing home, racing down the hallway. <laughs> so, oh, so, man. Yeah, but if, if it comes down to that, man, hopefully by the time I'm I'm dead and gone, like the Marvel universe will be rebooted like three times over by then. 
I don't know. Hopefully the world will be a better place. But yeah, just I'm looking forward to you having this baby girl. I want to see how much it changes you. Oh, hopefully. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty much, I think because I'm older, I've already kind of, you know, uh, set in my ways. You know what I mean? I don't know how much it's going to change me as far as like, I, I guess, you know, like you said, it might be a lot of tired days, but I'm, I'm always tired though. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's probably going to just get worse if anything, but. It definitely helps with your patience. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm trying yeah. to look at it in the positive, as positive as I can, because it's kind of like a dread on me for a little bit there. I was dreading it. But now as it gets closer and it's like, all right, this, she's backing us down now. You know what I mean? So she's backing us in the paint and I don't got nowhere to go, but just mm-hmm. let her try to shoot her shot. You know what I mean? Just go ahead and come on out. And so we can get this uh, up and rolling and see how life is that way. You know, so I'm looking forward to um, Sean being a dad when, uh, Daughter reaches teenage years. Oh, and boys start flirting. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm looking, looking forward to that. I'm not looking for that. Like, I, will, I, will have, <laughs> I will help you whoop some ass for these punk yeah. ass teenagers. Oh, I know how we were. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm gonna be checking on the windows, make sure they're locked. <laughs> Sheesh, man. Oh yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. But. All right, man. Well, all right. Public restrooms. Let's get to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Now, would y'all want to y'all y'all want to cover the Super Bowl real quick, man? Yeah, let's not, do it. Not, yeah, not even the it. game, like the commercials and yeah. the trailers, and then we can get to the halftime show because that's where I got a lot of my jokes. That halftime show was funny <laughs> as hell. But, but the trailers, the trailers was usually that's the highlight for me. I'm I'm so used to not seeing the Cowboys play in the Super Bowl. I'm just like you know I'm just watching the trailers and the commercials to see if they have something entertaining and something for me to look forward to for the rest of the year. Now the first trailer that I I remember seeing was the the Wicked trailer. The Wizard was that was that the first one? To pop yeah, that was the first, that was the first one, one yeah. that I remember seeing. Yeah, I don't think I've my... seen nothing before. Now, that. did y'all catch that one? Yeah, that I watched. Good. Now, keep in mind, I I caught up. I'm pretty sure I caught up with everything that premiered during the Super Bowl. But the for whatever reason, I, I turned on CBS around five forty five. Got comfortable, ate some nachos. And for some reason, I passed out, woke up, and it was tw- 12 minutes left to go in the first quarter. Damn, right. And- drugs, you. What the hell? Is so, you? for whatever reason. Those nachos are dangerous. For whatever. You, whatever, you check I started, your pockets? I started partying a little bit too early for Super Bowl Sunday. Let's just say that. Oh, yeah. You- started partying just a tad bit too early. So, I did miss the first two minutes and 30 seconds of Super Bowl and the Deadpool 3, which didn't even have that title to our surprise. Uh, had already premiered, but I did catch up. And yeah, let's talk about Wicked first, though. Um, I it looked. I, I immediately I said, "Was it a vibe?" I didn't know much. I had never seen this trailer before, and I was like, "What was this black chick playing the witch?" You know, what I mean, like, what is going on? I, so I said, "Is this was it a vibe?" And my dad and everybody's like, "I don't know, what's this?" And then, sure enough, we saw Dorothy's feet, and uh, yeah, that looks interesting. I didn't, I didn't catch this trailer. This, this slipped under the radar for me. Now it, is, it did give me the the vibe of what was that one with uh, James Franco? Like was it just called Oz or something like yes. that? Oz yep. the yep. Great and Powerful. What the hell it was? Uh-huh. Which bombed. It it did bomb, and I did watch it in theaters, and I was like, this some just something about this doesn't feel right now. The lead actress, I do enjoy her. I think she played the lead in um, the Harriet movie, the Harriet Tubman movie. Oh yeah, and then yeah. she had like another small a small part in that uh, the Netflix movie with. Um, Idris Elba, Luther, the Fallen Son. She was like, oh, she, she was, was the, like the detective, the lead detective. She sure was. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, I like her. Uh, I'm, I'm never against a black woman getting a star role in a movie. So yeah, I like how that one got casted out. But 
I don't know. I'm maybe I'm just a little bit tired of the Wizard of Oz movies. I just don't really care about them. Do y'all still have any kind of interest in watching a Wizard not of Oz? Not really. Movie? Not really. No. I mean, it, I've seen. I mean, of course, the original and Michael Jackson's. Oh, uh, oh makes well, that's not the original. I mean, I but, said, no, but <laughs> I didn't say that was original. I said, of course, the original and Michael Jackson. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I was. I knew that wasn't the original. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I of course I've seen the Dorothy and the. Was that the 60s or 50s that came out? The 50s? 1930s. 30s? Yeah. That yeah. was the 30s? That was the dawn yeah, of the uh, color cinema. Wow. I mean, it looked like it. Uh, but, I mean, there's a lot of darkness around that movie that I didn't know about. You know, we just recently talked about it, and I didn't even know this was coming out. It was kind of ironic we talked about that. Uh, i just not a huge fan. I mean, of course, I liked it as a kid, and, you know, and then, of course, I liked the, the Wiz just because Michael Jackson was in it. And when I look back on it, that's kind of dumb now, too. So, uh, I have... I don't know, minimum interest at most, at the best. I mean, so yeah, I'm not really crazy about it. So yeah, it didn't, it didn't look amazing at all. It looked like it would be all right. Like it's like, it's one of those movies where you just want to keep the kids like entertained at the cinema for a little bit. That's all it was. Like, I don't think no adult really has any real interest in watching like this movie at all. It just, it feels like this, the kind of movie that's going to bomb. Well, it definitely has that energy to it. It Uh might. And I'm going to go out on a limb here, guys. I'm going to say that, um, all three of us aren't part of the theater crowd. I mean, I I, I did some acting in some school plays. Um, when I was in elementary school and middle school, had a lot of fun in that, actually. No, I have no interest in and, being uh, anything like that. So if um, you know any parent uh, that uh, went to Wiser Park with Whitney Young during the early 90s, um, you will might see one of the funniest clips of all time because I actually played a munchkin in the in the wisest park production of Wizard of Oz, we did about three or four shows. I'm sorry, I didn't uh, it, it, it's funny. It's funny. It, it, it's hilarious. Now I'm we did sorry. about three or four shows, oh, and one of those shows, I fell off the stage. Now, I'm, I'm not making that up. Well, that's part of the yeah. yeah. My little hat fell off and everything. <laughs> And I put my hat back on. Like, follow the other guy. Yeah. has already been drinking. Follow the other Yellow brick roll went off the stage. <laughs> she told me to follow. <laughs> oh, man. Everybody that went to elementary school, I'm notorious for that. I fell off the stage. <laughs> so, you, so you've been closing for a while. <laughs> I, I'm jealous of the parents who because they got to sit through that show for five times because I'm sure I was a highlight oh, of all those I'm sure they still remember that to this day. <laughs> oh man! Oh, that was great. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it was it was top tier embarrassment for sure. Top tier oh. embarrassment. My family will never let me live that down ever. But um, th- this was a big play in in the uh, in the Broadway theater going crowd and. Unf- they do have they do have an audience. There is an audience for the theater crowd who loves the art of stage productions and and uh, and plays. And uh, yeah, as you delve into the history of film and filmmaking, you'll you'll see that progression of tr- trying to transfer stage plays, which was the source of uh, live entertainment for hundreds of centuries before the invention of motion pictures. 
And that's why you see a lot of those early 1920s, 30s, and 40s movies. Uh, every five minutes, somebody breaks out into song. There's, there, they, yeah, it's a Western. Indians are getting shot left and right, and you'll see two people start singing and dancing after that. They were trying to, they were, that was a, a rough transition from stage to screen. And yeah, there's a lot of success. There's a lot of failures, but there's a lot of successful plays. I've, I've, I heard this movie was being made and I knew it was coming out this year. I was not excited about it. And honestly, I probably won't see it in theater. I have a high level of appreciation for the original Wizard of Oz. I I do. I do think that movie is a masterpiece. But um, as far as a movie that's not geared towards me, I thought the preview looked okay. I, I thought the preview looked okay. One of the reasons I do like the Wizard of Oz, the original is because the uh the wicked witch is 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 fucking awesome she's a she's a great villain so i i Top do five villain of all time no not for me i'm it will be in some other people's books but i i can't as far as being iconic yeah it, it wouldn't be top 5 on my list but if you're just ranking the top 5 iconic villains in film going history yes wicked witch from the west yes she absolutely is on that list um that was a decent trailer I thought it, uh, like I said, it's very, not made for me. Yeah, not me. It's very colorful and kind of, yeah, it's going to catch some people's eyes, especially, you know, the older, maybe the older crowd might want to see it. And, you know, my mom knew what it was right away. That's Wicked Witch. I mean, that's Wizard of Oz. I was like, oh, damn, sure is. So yeah. uh, it's probably right up something she, uh, I don't think she'd want to watch that. She like horror movies. Like if it ain't nobody getting their head cut off in Wizard of Oz, she don't want to see it. That's not happening in yeah, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, so if they do that, then she might want to see it. But, uh I think it's going to have, definitely have a, especially if it comes out like around Christmas or something, maybe uh, gives people something to go watch, you know, around that time. So, yeah, just it was like a two out of five, just great yeah. Mister Trailer. Like it was, it was interesting. I forgot that the movie was being made. Me too. So I when I saw I the trailer, I was like, oh, oh, another version of Wizard Wizard of Oz. Okay, this looks interesting. I'm not. It has its audience. I, we're not one of them. I. It, 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 it could be okay. I, and I, honestly, I'll as soon as I saw Ariana Grande, I was like, I'm definitely out. No, no, <laughs> hell no. I don't want to see Ariana Grande in no damn Wizard of Oz movie. I can barely stand her as like a musical act at this point. So, yes, yeah, like, sorry, but not a, not a fan. Not a fan. Something about her just annoys the shit out of me. The same way that I looked at when, um, what was uh, the one with Oz, Great and Powerful, was that Mila Kunis? Mila yeah. Kunis, yeah. I don't know. Something about her irritates me, too. I don't, know. I don't know if she was right for that. I don't. Her or James and Franco were not eerily, right for that. They movie. look eerily similar to one another. Ariana Grande and Mila Kunis, like when they both like played um, in the Wizard of Oz movies, respectively. I don't know. Maybe they're just. Are they trying too hard to keep like this um, this movie franchise going as far as like keeping it up for generations to come? Like, can't they just go back to the original, just live with that one? Why keep remaking this shit? Well, there was another um, trailer that came out during the Super Bowl, and. They've made about ten movies from this franchise. Hint, hint, it has monkeys in it. All right, this looks good to me. No, it, that, it does. Now that, that's different because the last trilogy that they made was incredible. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. The last incredible. thing I remember, it was good. So um it's a guy at work we me, was talking about it today. He said on lunch, he said, Well, I I haven't seen none of those new ones. I haven't seen any of the newer ones. I'm like, man, you Damn, missing he out. Is, he is missing yeah, out. Yeah, he said that he just had no interest to watch him. I'm like, man, these are worth watching. They're good, you know. Now he knows the story. Some of the story he said, uh, you know, that doesn't match up with you know what he remembered because he said he used to watch the originals 
which you guys are in for a treat. Yeah. Those movies are better than what you think. I just think remember watching one as a kid and being like, eh. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is not entertaining. Yeah, you know what I mean? I was a kid, too, though. Because we had seen so much better special effects and movie-wise. Yeah. It didn't look good. But when I delved into that original series as a teenager, I was shocked how good those originals actually are. So, uh, and, yeah, so let's go Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and dive dive into Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. This is a movie that I did not think was needed, was not looking forward to, and I felt this was a stupid idea on Disney's part to even try to keep going with this franchise because it's going to be hard to top the Caesar trilogy that just came out before it. But this new trailer looks freaking sweet. It I'm not going to lie. It looks pretty good. It, it looks does. pretty freaking good. Now, who are we dealing with? We're dealing with... Is Caesar's this, other son, right? This is his son, I believe, right? Because his first son died. Yes, I believe and so his, is his son bright died. Eyes? Is this his son? It's the second son would be his next was the, heir. Was it the third one, the one with uh, Woody Harrelson where his son died? Yeah, his son dies in that, and he dies at the end, right? Yeah. So it would be, he still got the second son he had. Yeah, he still but, has one yeah, more, I yes. thought. And Human, a daughter, I thought. See, I'm not sure, one. just because um, I what they were talking, just based on the trailer... It looks like the stuff with Caesar has already become legend at that point. Right. And the human race has digressed. Yeah, they were pretty much already they're, on they're the way. They're pretty much yeah, slaves. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. were. But look at what the human race was 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 in the in that last trilogy. Yeah. And, the and now they're back where, with um, no shoes and they're living like cavemen again. Yeah, so, wasn't it like something that Woody Harrelson, like it was some kind of like a, not a disease or something like that, but they were like not evolving, but they were like regressing back. To what apes were like, they can barely talk. They're losing their speech or something like that because that's what happened with Woody Harrelson at the end of the movie. Yeah, he started to yeah, but because the little the, the thing that they gave them to make them smarter killed off a percentage of the human race, right? Mm-hmm. And so they, we slowly started to die off more and more, right? So there was like not a whole lot of us, and they were overcoming us, like we're overtaking the humans. Yeah. So I take it as like there's not a lot of us left because I, I don't remember if was it was a select few that just couldn't die from it or they just. Taking I, it, I forget. I got longer the to die. Over, yeah, because I remember that that thing was killing people. That stuff they used to make them smart. You know, what I mean, so yeah. Uh, it, 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 from what I took, it seems like this is at the very least fifty to a hundred years after that third movie of, oh, the, well. of the original trilogy. So if this if this uh, main good guy character has any relation to Caesar, it's got to be grandson, grandson, great yeah, great grandson. Yeah. Um, and. and yeah, I, I did. Storytelling wise, it looked pretty good, just because the the very first of that Caesar trilogy, James Franco, he noticed that Caesar was smarter than than the other apes, and uh, took a shine to him. And in what they showed us in this preview, it shows the ape taking a liking to a girl who seems smarter than the average human. So on a storytelling side, switched completely. Yeah, that that that's that's a good contrast. Well, Caesar noticed that the I mean uh, James Franco noticed that the mom was smart because she Possibly. they tried to kill them and he he found out and he tried to stop it and they killed Caesar's mom but she had a baby who was Caesar who he took he did I don't think he quite knew he was that smart I think he knew that the mom was smart and of course she had uh, of course Caesar. Had some of her DNA, and plus they already gave her that the, the whatever they gave her to make him smart. It just went supreme into him. I think he could look at his eyes and tell that he was going through something. But I thought maybe the mom was what he figured out was super smart. 
I could be wrong, but then they killed her, and then he ended up with Caesar. He he kept them from them from the corporation. So I don't know. I have to watch Possibly. it again. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. But yeah, Caesar was definitely James Franco's best friend. Yeah, it? I mean, he pretty much raised him and um, oh boy, John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Yeah, they raised him. Remember, and they and then that's how Caesar had compassion for humans because of them. You know, what I mean, like he he wasn't really that deaf. You know, cutthroat. He was just doing what he had to do to save his family, but. He didn't have beef with humans like the rest of them did because they did dirty shit to the other monkeys, you know. So, yeah, I don't. I mean, I could be wrong, but yeah, I, I, it looks interesting. I need to watch that whole thing again because it, it's I, a great trilogy. I, I mean, Those I did like the great. last one, but um, yeah, I mean, each monkey has their own little jobs and stuff, and the gorillas are like the security guards and stuff like that. It's pretty cool, you know. So yeah, I, I'm excited to watch that. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely going to watch that movie when it comes out. Opening the weekend, probably on like a Thursday. Yeah, just get to go see it early because I love the I love the trilogy that they made before this one. So I was a little bit skeptical they was going to make another one, you know, because you know Andy Serkis he's a legend. Like anything that he makes, it's just it was just amazing what he done with Gollum and um, Caesar. You know, like a legendary actor. Like him trying to follow him is a tall enough task as it is. So the fact that they look like they're still keeping that same energy, following the same formula that made the original trilogy, well, not the original trilogy, but the trilogy that we know it from the past, uh, like, was it 10, 15 years ago, this movie yeah. uh, trilogy started? So, yeah, it looks like it's going to be pretty good. So that one was probably like maybe a four out of five as far as a trailer when I saw that one. That one was actually pretty damn good. That was my biggest surprise <laughs> of all of them because this is a movie I had no excitement for at all. And I was like, why are you even trying to re- continue this series on? You're not if yeah if you don't if you don't have the original filmmaker you don't have any circus why are you trying to do this? But here here we are and it, it looks pretty freaking sweet. Well, now are we ready to get to the to the the grand finale as far as like the trailers or well, is there anything else that y'all saw? You? Oh, no, no, oh my get, bad, I forgot one. I was about Twisters. To say, let's talk oh, yeah, about well, that. Twister that, that shocked me. I didn't know that was coming out either. I, I mean, heard about it. I didn't know that there was going to be. They wrapped enough to make a trailer for it already, so that actually it's, surprised me. It's the dude from um, uh, Top Gun. Uh, Glenn Powell? Yeah. Yep, yep. And I have to say, this looks pretty damn good. I was definitely like, holy shit. This Twisters movie looks like it might be all right. So, yeah. damn, I might have to go get my movie tickets early for this <laughs> one right here. Because yeah. I absolutely love the original uh, Twister movie. Of course, with uh, Helen Hunt and um, was it um, Bill Paxton? Bill, Bill Paxton, Paxton um, of course, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yep, he was one of the little helpers. On the- yeah, Don't so- forget about Princess Bride. Oh damn! I I can't. What's his name? Carrie. Carrie Elves or something. Yeah, like that? yeah, your guess is good as mine. I pronounce his last name. But uh, yes, I know here. Yes, we're talking about the same person. Yeah. So as soon as I saw that trail, I was like, oh shit! Like my. My antenna went all the way up on that one. I was like, holy shit, this one looks like, yeah, actually, it should be pretty good. Yeah. I saw this one because I see <clears> them <throat> try to do, like, you know, um, you know, tornado movies since the original Twister, and they just don't, they really just don't live up to the, the original Twister one. had me, I was scared of tornadoes before I ever even thought about being around a tornado or seen a tornado. I never seen one, I don't think. But just watching that is terrifying. That's a terrifying feel, you know. I mean, I watch some of the stuff on, like, Discovery. Where they're chasing tornado now, that's real deal. But I didn't know people did that until that movie. I didn't know people chased them and got right there on top of the tornado. You know, that's some scary stuff. That's a scary job to have. I could, you couldn't, I couldn't do that job. You know, I'm terrified of tornadoes. So, uh, and part of it is because of Twister. So I'm interested in that, and I'm interested in the Quiet Place too, or the is the it's the prequel to uh, 
Quiet Place. Day one. Yeah. Lupita. Before we get into Quiet Place, let me just give. Jaiman Hansu also. Let me just talk about. I was underwhelmed, so I was not blown away by the Swisher's trailer. You were I, underwhelmed by the Twisters trailer? Extremely underwhelmed. And yes, I did hear hear the rumors that there was going to be a trailer for this movie. And uh, yeah, I, I I kept track. I knew they were making this this movie. And uh, uh, what's the Top Gun actor's name? Said Glenn Powell. Yeah. Glenn Powell. Yes. I, I think he's gonna he's gonna rock it in this movie. It's gonna be good. Um, this is a whole different time that we live in now. Uh, this is a whole different time. The original Twister, that's that holds a lot of nostalgia for people in our age group for sure. And I'm one of them. I love that movie a lot. I, I my parents bought me the VHS tape. My dad took me to see it in theater. I, I love that movie. But we live in a different time, and seeing realistic tornadoes on screen is not going to have the same effect in 2023 after we've seen the Incredible Hulk and Avatar Aliens and the White House blowing up in Independence Day. Uh, Twisters came out in a different time when we we were seeing some of the first things ever on screen looks so realistic and it's uh it's pretty much a corporate job now so let's say you want to you love special effects and movies and you want to get in the movie industry and uh yeah make special effects for hollywood when in that 90s era when people were working on independence day and twister and jurassic park and to a lesser extent Dragonheart, soft spot for that movie i like that too um uh, you had seven, eight months just to work on digital effects for an entire movie. You had seven, eight months, sometimes longer than that, to work on effects. Now, two to three months, two to three months, and then you and you got to get you got to get to work on on Spider Man twenty seven. You got then after that, yeah, you you got to you got to get to work on uh, on Captain Marvel four. It, it's 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 a whole different industry. There's way more movies using these big budget effects, so don't expect the same level of detail or mind blowingness that you that we had in the original. I I'm glad they named the movie Twisters instead of Twister Two, and I thought it was a good choice. Yeah, that makes sense. It um, outside of the groundbreaking effects of that movie, the cast is what made that movie so special for a lot of people and made them watch it over and over again because there's a lot of movies that had good special effects. And I mentioned my soft spot for Dragonheart, but there's not too many people watching that movie or buying that on VHS as they did for Twister. And that had great special effects. So it is the cast and the storyline that made that movie good. Fingers crossed they recapture that. But um, as far as excitement-wise... Yay! Uh, I, I I don't know how they're, how they're going to top that original because we're in a different era now, and I've seen aliens on Pandora, so it's going to take more than good tornado effects to make that an enjoyable movie. Right? We'll yeah, see. We'll see. They might be able to pull it off. They got better technology, so we'll see. I don't. I just hope they don't try to do like the the obvious thing of trying to do like a a cameo, trying to bring Helen Hunt back. I think you should just not dig into the past of that one. Maybe like a little, like a photo where you find out like he's related to her or something like that, or he's like the kid of like uh, Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt. 
maybe something like that. Maybe that'll probably work, but I don't like it when they try to bring in the camera because for one, Bill Paxton, rest in peace, he's no longer with us. Philip Seymour Hoffman, rest in peace, he's no longer with us. I think they should just just not do all that, not go into the nostalgia bag and just kind of let it live by itself just to kind of see if it can actually, it has legs to move on by itself. Yes. I think that'll probably be the best bet for that one. Now, granted, uh, Hollywood ain't paying me to, you know, just give them my opinion. I'm just a humble servant of the the legends of cinema. I'm, I'm just a fan. I'm just trying to give you all my opinion. If you want to make it work, don't do that. I, I hate when uh, movie studios do that, when they bring in, like, random cameos. Kind of like how they did with the, what is it, The Believer, the Exorcist movie, bringing that lady oh, in. Oh, yeah, they didn't So unnecessary. I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was a mistake. Right. I thought it was a mistake. Just a fill-in. Like, it's great for nostalgia yeah. purposes. Like, oh, man, like, that's what she looks like now, but that's it. That he's like, a, I don't give a shit. 110 years old. I mean, that's they, gonna uh, need, Lost her eyesight. Came yeah, back for, like, 10 what minutes. What is she going to do with, uh, with the devil on top of that? <laughs> you know what I mean? So we don't. they didn't need them to make these movies. They don't need them to... Just like you said with Ghostbusters, right? I feel like what you're saying. They don't. They don't need to keep bringing the original cast back, you know. So I understand why. Yeah, but but that last one it worked, but I don't. I don't think we need them no more. You know, what I mean, like we can. But I then think, again, it worked with Top Gun, Maverick. Yeah, I love seeing Val Kilmer. Yeah. It was. It was great. That, but it, that it was probably a, like a minor one, miracle. That, it was probably like the one scene in there where I really got crying a little bit seeing Val Kilmer. Yeah. And then of course, like when he passed, I was like, "Oh man, they they really went for it. Damn it, man! They 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 killed off Val Kilmer. They gave him a nice little send off because you know obviously he's going through some things, you know, with his health. So seeing him in the movie, it was it was a great nostalgic moment of seeing Iceman in the movie. But yeah, this movie doesn't have the pull of Tom Cruise saying, "No, we're using real jets." I'm getting in a jet myself. You strap this big ass IMAX camera on this jet, and we're going to get some of the best footage ever. Yeah, they can't take a chance going into real tornadoes. Powell does not have Tom Tom Cruise was producing to be like, hey, we got to wait for a real Real tornado in Oklahoma somewhere. Of course, he's right there in the middle of it. Unless they, you know, I don't think they would, but unless they would team up, there are storm trackers. You know, I mean, I don't know how close they get to these storms, but they get up on them, you know. Maybe, maybe they got like some real footage that they can probably use. And, you know, like I said, technology makes things a little bit easier as far as trying to make it look more realistic. So you would think that, but I'm of the opinion that the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park and the Lost World from the 90s, as well as the CGI in Terminator 2, looks better than any of the sequels after that. So I'm I'm looking at you, Jurassic World, and I'm I'm looking at you at uh Sam Worthington, Terminator Salvation. The CGI <laughs> terrible in the nineties and those some of those nineties movies. And we can even go back to Starship Troopers. The bugs, yes, those look oh, fake. Oh man, those look terrible. The, the bugs look fake. But look at those spaceship scenes in outer space in Starship Troopers. It looks freaking fantastic. Some of those 90s effects are the stuff of legend. But ILM, Industrial Light and Magic, their workers were not part of this big corporate chain that it is now. They had maybe, maybe three movies to work on a year, maybe, as opposed to 10, 15. And then they have to share that work with other digital effects studios, Including what? It's a whole different time. So yeah, uh, I, I like I said, I, I that one of the few times I've covered my eyes in a movie theater was when that uh, oil truck blew up watching the original Twister. I it looks. I think that was a real damn oil tanker that blew up. That was the fire might have been enhanced by CGI. 
But that was a real truck they dropped on that damn street. So we'll see what happens. We'll see, the, uh, an oil tanker blowing up from a tornado is not going to have the same effect as a uh, as a windmill that we saw in in this one. So we'll we'll see. I, I'm I'm rooting for it to be good, but did am I standing in line opening day? Probably not. Well, I probably will because you know, <laughs> I, I love the original Twister movie. Yeah. My wife was excited when she saw the trailer. And I was that, like, "All right, that's all I need." Yeah. And that works for the for your wife. You know, what I mean, and that's what they're going for. They're bringing back. Your wife is not a. It's not us. She's not excited as about no, movies as she we is are. Not, right? But she was probably she was she was more excited same, about that Twisters movie. Same thing with Lacey. We was watching like, oh, Twister. And I mean, I mean, like, oh, you know, I mean, never really hear that from her as far as movies go. Unless exactly. it's somebody is oh, wasn't even it. a murder mystery. Yeah, yeah the yeah. producers and studio. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, they they, lo- they love that reaction. And yeah. but part of that appeal. That's like I said. The storyline in the cast was a big reason why that movie was a success. Yeah, yeah they you had, felt you felt for the character. You were scared for them because you cared about the characters. You didn't want them to. They wanted them to get back together. And right. You, you was you cared about what happened when they went in that bar. And you're like, oh shit! You didn't want neither one of them to die. Even the rest of the crew, you didn't want either one of them to die. Now they made another movie. I, I want to say it was Tornadoes, but they were trapped in an element or a high school. I can't remember the name of it, and all it had like all these buses flying around. I have to look it up. And is this the one where like a tornado went went through like an airport or something, and it was like planes flying around? I think so, but Sounds I remember they terrible. ended up in a high school, and they tried to remake like some kind of twister type movie. And I have to look it up. I, I think I know which one you're talking yeah, about, but I can't name. remember the name of it. Yeah. I thought the special effects on that one was actually pretty it good. It wasn't bad if that's the one I'm thinking about. I like remember the movie was, yeah. overall was terrible, but the special effects, I thought, like, damn. If- it was like a high school way out in the country. Yeah. And uh, they ended up getting, sh- it just showed up. There wasn't nothing they could do, so they had to all hide in this high school. And it was actually pretty good. I don't think it was bad. Like, I just can't remember the name of it. I have to look it up. But Yeah, but yeah. I do have faith in the, the Twisters movie. Now, maybe it's just me just clinging to nostalgia, but. I, I love the first Twister movie so much that if they made a sequel to it, I told myself I was going to go out and watch it. So, so. N- even without even knowing that the original filmmakers aren't behind it, it's not like John DeBont came back to make it. So it's a new director, yeah, uh, new cast, and uh, they're banking on your nostalgia to make it. Well, I, they I, did that with Candyman, and that worked to an extent. It was nowhere close to the original Candyman. I'm glad I I don't I was, know it. It, it was not. Pre- it, was, it was still pretty fucking solid. It was, oh, good. it was good, and it, it, it and it wasn't exactly a remake. Technically, it was a sequel, right? Yeah, because it continued the storyline of the child that they that they saved from the fire. Because that was yeah. him playing that. With, yeah, I can never pronounce this damn. I, I am so ashamed of myself. I can't do this during Black History Month. Into, we got to learn this. Into the storm is what it's called. Into the storm. Okay. Yep, yep. I missed like, this movie. Yeah, twenty fourteen. So it was just, might yeah. actually be a hidden gem. So yeah, you want to go back and <laughs> watch that one? Yeah. All right. Yep. All right. So. All right, wrapping up Twisters. Was there any other trailer before we get to Did the... Did you see the Quiet Place trailer? I missed that one. That one looked good. That it looked does. Good. I'm good. agreed. That yeah. does look good. They had Diamond Hansu and uh, Lupita Leongu. Leongu. Yeah, them two are the, look like the main... Beautiful was, ass they, couple. They didn't show Diamond Hansu until the end of the trailer, and he just goes up and goes, shh. Like now, he just, was in the second Quiet he Place, was, right? He was. Briefly, when he was on that little, uh, so, that little island. So, apparently, he's been on... It looks like it hits New York. Right off the bat, the big city it looks like they're in the city, in the main city of New York, New York. So now, where did the first Quiet Place take? It uh, was in New York or the East Coast somewhere. Because they never it was out in some farm or something like that. Yeah, so it looks like this happened in the city first, 
and worked his way uh, down. Because they make it seem like in the second one, they just showed up in that little town. But it looks like they showed up in more places than just that little town. Okay, so it's kind of so, like an Independence Day kind of thing. Yeah, like he yeah. went to multiple cities. Right, right. So it looks it looks like they're in New York City because they're they jumping through glass and skyscrapers and eating people or, or killing people. They don't ever show them eat people, which I'm confused on still. But... This looks this looks pretty good. Well, of course we liked the first two. I know I did, and so as long as they do right by it, I don't see it being bad. You know, so um, yeah. Is I, John Krasinski directing this one, or is it somebody know. else? I don't. I want to say that he is, but okay. of course he wouldn't be in this one. You know what I mean? Like because they're like they're in a whole other part of New York, and I think that they do live in New York, just not in the city. They live out in the country part of New York, like the upper New York or something like that. I could be wrong, but. This this trailer looks pretty good. They didn't show a whole lot. It's just showing Lapita's reaction to everything, you know, like, oh, my God, what in the hell is this shit? So it looks like when they did hit him in the second one, when they do show that uh, brief uh, early part of the movie, it looks like it's all over the place. I mean, it don't show the whole world, but at least in that area. So Okay, it's definitely a different director. Oh, okay. John Kwasinski is one of the producers along okay. with Michael, well, makes, well, along with Michael Bay. Prequel, yeah, I don't know, cool. I don't know how, why they chose that, but it, that looks interesting, though, so we'll see how that goes. So. Yeah, but it says, it's, hopefully this is not right. IMDb, you better update your shit. It says it's coming out in 2025. Huh. I yeah. thought it would be coming out this year. They, they showed, showed a trailer, trailer for Super Bowl. It's, yeah, it's coming out this year. Okay, oh. so yeah, they got that part wrong. But yeah, I... I'm actually looking forward to this one. Okay, I see an updated one. So it's supposed to be coming out in June. Okay, it may be a big, nice, nice little summer movie to kick off the summer there. So two know. for two so far in the franchise. I, I like them. I just want to see where they. Because, like I said, it's not in the country. But them being in the city, they're gonna have a field day. You know, what I mean, there's nothing uh, but noise in the, in the city. You know, it might so. be more entertaining to see it out in right. uh, seeing in the city as opposed to out in the country. The country won't definitely. It feels a little bit more. Like the open space makes it feel like you know a lot more can happen in yeah. the city. It kind of feels like like watching a zombie movie. Yeah, it's just, just they just gonna have a feast with all that noise buses, and they don't like they can't keep yeah. shit quiet in the fucking uh, city <laughs> at all. So it looks like by the time we get to John Krasinski's family, this has been going on for a long time because they have already mastered on how to keep quiet. You know what I mean? Did they ever give us dates of when this stuff happened? Like, in the movie, do they actually, like, timestamp anything? Or is it just, like, if left left open? It's open. I think the second one just briefly touched on the the start of it. uh, What the baseball game. Like, at the beginning of what what, they they saw. Yeah, they never gave a year or time. But by the time you see the first one, it looks like they've already mastered on how to be quiet. You know what I mean? They got sand everywhere, and they got the lights they like they've been living yeah, with it for a while. They've been living like that for a while. Yeah. So Okay, maybe that's a good thing they don't put yeah. like an actual time on it. Because I right. think the same way that they can make Star Wars right. Although work the way it does, you don't put a time on it that you can pretty much jump all around to prequels, sequels, and all that stuff. Yeah. And you can just not, there's always those investigators on YouTube that's trying to make sure that the timeline now, makes sense. John Krasinski died in the first one, right? Yes, he did. Okay, yes. so in the second one, they showed him briefly. It was briefly like yeah, a flashback, flashback to like day yeah, one for yeah. them. Right, so you pick up with uh, Emily Blunt and the kids. So the kids, you know, were just supposed to be a little bit older than they were in the first. So they have, at least two or three years, they've been knowing about these aliens, looks like. so. Okay, so yeah, yeah uh, Quiet Place, day one. I think it'll be a pretty good hit. Lupita, I'm always a fan. And Diamond Hansu, this dude stays with some work, man. But complains that he doesn't like, work. Like man. him and like like uh Bokeem Woodbine, you would think that you don't they don't get a lot of work, but every time you look up, it's like, man, this dude stay with yeah. a job. Yeah. Like no matter what. Like he might be 
like struggling financially, not being like that that A list actor, but he constantly gives us work and he constantly gives us good product to watch. So, yeah, shout out to Diamond Hansu. You know, I, I damn, what movie did I just see him in? Was he in the, he was the in Rebel the Moon? Rebel Moon, yeah. Okay, He's I was wondering what I just saw him in. So, yeah. So, so, yeah I'm well, how was his role? I still haven't watched Rebel Moon yet. How how did yeah. they waste him in that? It, it some, was a little bit of a waste for him. Yes. Like he showed up like in the middle, middle. but he I didn't, really didn't see him do shit though. No, he has similar roles to that though, where he just shows up when you least expect it. Like, oh, Diamond Hansu. Okay, all right, dead Diamond Hansu. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's just kind of like, <laughs> all right, yeah, I'm Star Lord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worth remembering. Is this a couple parts he does have like Gladiator, where he's a little more in. You know, it, has a little more impact. Yeah. yeah, Blood Diamond. Yeah, but rocked he, in that. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he need more roles. Like he's barely throwing him in. He's in uh, Constantine, something like that, where they just threw him in there real quick. And you saw him a couple times. He was, that was fucking awesome in yeah, Constantine. But it did, what I was didn't that get one, enough of him. Though. What was that one movie that he was in with uh, Chris Evans, where like they had like a uh, different like a uh, powers that people had, like people that can manipulate minds, people that can like move stuff, like uh, damn Chris I, Evans. I think it was called Push. It had like Dakota Fanning in it. I don't think I've seen it. Where mm. she can like she can like uh, see the future. Huh. And then uh, Chris Evans, he can literally like uh, what's that that, that shit um, um telekinesis or something like that. Like basically, yeah, he can like can move, move stuff with he, your mind. It's it's a, it, damn that might be a hidden gem too if y'all haven't seen that one. I Push. thought that was actually pretty good. He was like a kind of like old girl from Stranger Things. She could do stuff with her mind. Yeah, right? something like yeah. that. It was actually I thought it was actually a pretty decent movie. I, I, I missed should, that one. Y'all should check that one out. Push. Maybe you'd seen it and you just didn't know what it was called, yeah, but I thought yeah. it was actually pretty good. But yeah, Diamond Hansu, shout out to you. Lupita, love you very much. Like, always been a fan of it's your a work. a good match for them to be. Together. I feel my skin color getting darker. I'm talking <laughs> about that. Beautiful darkness. dark skin color. I'm telling you, hell yeah. I'm all there for that. That might be the most beautiful baby that the world's ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, was there anything else? I don't think nothing else. Nothing else. Wait, we got to get into the, the main trailer. The All big, right. the that's big what, boy. That's where we were going. Yeah. Nope. Unless y'all want to talk about the spickle me, spickle me four. No, 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 uh, no despicable <laughs> me. No kung fu panda. Yeah, and I don't want to talk about knuckles. Uh, 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 knuckles. Uh, yeah, I didn't show. see knuckles. That's a show. It's gonna be a show. I okay. believe it's on uh, Hulu. Yeah, and there is Sonic three coming out. So yeah, the Sonics have done good though. Yeah, they've done I, very I've done well. Both of them. Oh, Financially, oh, yeah. they've been a big hit. So yeah, I'm. I'm I'm not gonna knock the franchise, but just like that's just more like uh, like a show, like the same way I see the Ted show. It's like oh, it might be pretty good. I'll, I'll check it out, but I'm not blown. What right about the Fall TV. Guy movie? You guys gonna go see that? Oh hell yes! Anything with Emily ah, Blunt in, I'm watching. I love Emily Blunt. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Gosling, Gosling. Has, has grown on me, and I, I put Ryan Gosling in the same category as Mark Wahlberg, where he thrives in comedy as as opposed to serious. I don't know. Something about this just seems phony to me. This just seems like one of those big Hollywood blockbusters. They put two of the biggest stars together with the most generic storyline ever and hope they make a profit. It hope it's good. It looks pretty good. I love the first trailer. I, I really hope it's good. I, I If there's one pet peeve I have, I do think that uh, outside of Boogie Nights, there's uh, movies about movies being made don't always work for me. So, yeah, I, I just like I love Ben Affleck behind the camera. I do think Argo is my least favorite movie is his. That won awards because, hey, it's a movie about Your Hollywood. least favorite movie his that he, he directed. directed. He okay. directed, sorry. Yes. So he's been in a lot of bad movies and he's been <laughs> on the other side of the camera. I, I agree. That, absolutely true. 
but yeah, the, and he won awards for that. That movie won, I think, won Best Picture of the Year, actually. It did. But it wasn't my a least horrible movie, favorite but it ben just Affleck wasn't worthy of, like, like, like movie Hell of the no, year. definitely not. Def- but it was about Hollywood. So that was a good chance for the Oscars and the Academy to give Hollywood a big pat on their own back and say, hey, we're important, we're relevant in society. It was just sick. It, it wasn't bad, but no, it was not best. If anything, give the town a best picture night. God sake. I love that movie. Agreed. It was freaking sweet. All right, but that's, let's, let's get to it, man. For one, I was surprised at the movie title. We all been thinking it was going to be called Deadpool 3, but now they's like, uh-uh. <laughs> Pump fake, still the best move in sports. Ooh. This is Deadpool and Wolverine. Ooh, 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 ooh. Huh, I didn't catch that. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, that, that was the biggest surprise for me. That was a big surprise for me. Was like, I didn't know that was the official title of that one. We had all Nobody guessed saw this that coming. it was going to be Deadpool 3. Oh, yeah. So what are your thoughts that they're actually like, um, they're committed to sharing this title with Wolverine, especially with Wolverine. We just think about it, it was going to be like a very, not minuscule part, but that was just going to be like a, a highlight of Deadpool. But mostly they're saying like, hey, this is both their movies. Oh. Now, that's a big deal. A that's, big deal. Uh, I'm not sure how I felt about it. I'm very excited about the idea of like Wolverine and Deadpool sharing the screen together and sharing the movie title. But does that mean we have to think of this as like another Wolverine movie, so to speak, since they're sharing the title now? Well, let's like let's the, still, let's like, dive, like, dive into this. Like the Wolverine, the you know, like if so, uh, I'm okay with that. I am okay with that because um yeah, outside of Logan, I thought uh, the f- those first two Wolverine movies were extremely underwhelming. How, uh, oh, no, I, 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 no, I'm, I'm uh, outside of that final act. I will argue to my dying breath that the Wolverine is still a really good movie. Minus that samurai bullshit that was going on at the oh, end, kind of the same of the way that you look CG. at like the dragons at the end of Shang Chi. <laughs> yeah, the CGI samurai. Sometimes you got to go through oh, some bullshit God. in life, man. We all don't stick to landing, but still, like the first, first, second, third act of that movie was still pretty damn good. It was good. It was really good. I think it doesn't give enough credit just because the samurai part at the end like completely fucked everybody over on that one. I enjoyed I, him I kicking underst- the guy I, off the balcony. I understand your gripes. I really do. Please believe me. I CGI bear. It, it, it mm. was. It was. It was. It was. Like I said, that first Wolverine movie. I was so hyped with a lot of people. That first Wolverine movie, like the Origins one. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure that movie debuted with over a hundred million dollars opening weekend, just because so many people were so excited for that damn movie. And it, that was one of the worst feelings I've ever had walking out of a movie theater being so excited just to watch that crap. That's that's last Jedi level of disappointment. Walking out of that first solo Hugh Jackman Wolverine movie. That was complete trash. Yeah, I understand. So, so I was glad to see it wasn't the same level of trash with the sequel. I still didn't think they lived up to the full potential of what Wolverine can bring. But I enjoyed the second one. Yeah, uh, it was good. Yeah, but we're gonna have to do a Mark McGuire. We're not here to talk about the past, okay? We're not, we're <laughs> we don't want to talk about that bullshit, man. Let's talk about what the future holds for Marvel how, how and is Fox. Wolverine even in this? Is this supposed to be because he has that that thing he can go back in time with Deadpool? I have my theory. Mm-hmm. I have my theory on this. Now, call me crazy, but I think the whole point of making it Deadpool and Wolverine is because they're using this as an excuse to clean up the timeline from what Marvel did and for what Fox did. They're using Deadpool to clean up Marvel and they're using Wolverine to clean up Fox. 
even though Deadpool's part of Fox, they're using the whole TVA thing angle with Deadpool to clean up some Marvel shit, and they're bringing in Wolverine to clean up some Fox shit, because there was a lot of shit that went on with, like, the Dark Phoenix and all that shit that everybody fucking trashed on. I think they're using that shit to clean up a lot of things, because if you saw a lot of behind-the-scene photos, you see there's a scene in there where they have a a moment where they fight Sabretooth from the first X-Men movie. What? So, you spoiled that for me, Tommy. Damn you. I'm I didn't so, know that. I can't stay off the internet, man. What the fuck you want me to do? Cinemax Advance, man. What's up? Oh. Now, there's they've been, they've been showing that. So as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, fuck. They're going back and they give like, uh, what's the guy's name? Liv Schreiber? Liv Schreiber, Schreiber yeah. I was like, I don't know if it's going to be him or some version of him, but they're bringing back Sabretooth and they're going to clean up some shit that Fox did as far as like the X-Men timeline. Kind of what they try to do with the timeline, um, uh, the time travel thing that they did in the X-Men uh, Days of Future Past. I think it's going to be something like that, but a little bit more cleaner as far as making it work. Because I think bringing it to the TVA was a brilliant move. Brilliant move brilliant. right there. Because if you want to keep this uh, this good thing going as far as like the, the timeline uh, changing and people can time travel. And they already hinted at that at the end of Deadpool 2 where they had like that little time travel thing that Cable had. Right. Where he can jump back and forth in time. Like if you're just going to bring the TVA in, that makes it – you have limitless possibilities of what you can do as far as like – doing a lot of fan service as far as cleaning up stuff because I've seen some other scenes that I guess it's all going to be spoilers for people out there who don't pay attention to trailers like I do. I break a lot of shit down. They had a scene in there in Deadpool um, and Wolverine, the trailer where they had Deadpool fighting in the same scene as where they were on uh, age of Ultron, that opening scene where they fight no force. That's no force. That's age of Ultron. I looked at that very closely. That's the same scene that they had in age of Ultron when they opened up with the Avengers huh. attacked that, um, that a uh, Hydra base that they were yeah, going after, yeah, and it was very thing. similar. And I think I saw another scene where they had Deadpool in um on Sakor in Hulk's bed. Where he Wait, was what's fighting. Sakor? Sakor, where they fed uh, Thor Ragnarok, where uh, Thor ran into um, Hulk fighting in that big uh that um that battle arena, or whatever they're in. That's the that's the name of that planet. Yeah, Sakar. Sakar. Okay, where the Sakar. So yeah, when I looked at that, I was like, holy shit, that looks like the same bedroom that Hulk was in when he was uh, fighting the car where he had his own room or whatever. And then let a, what's uh Valkyrie was there. Yeah. Whatever. It, it looked just what? like that. And then you see another scene where Deadpool is fighting behind like a Fox logo in the middle of the desert. No, I, I watching that trailer for the third time. I did notice that Fox logo that. That is fucking hilarious. That is very fucking <laughs> that's hilarious. hilarious. That, that's great. And I'm saying I can think of like, holy shit. They are fully committed to this whole fourth wall breaking thing and really going after the timelines and clean up a lot of shit. I love what they're doing with all this, especially making it rated R. It, if it's not rated R, everybody, you can't make a Deadpool movie without it being rated R. Well, it's got to be rated R, yeah. So, you, you shout t- out to Disney. Well, shout out to Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. And I never thought I'd say that because I was not always the biggest Ryan Reynolds fan until Deadpool. But I, I do want to – you touched on one – Good point. I want to mention first you saying that that may be the age of Ultron thing. Uh, you might be onto something because thinking back on it after you said that, I think in the current Marvel Cinematic Universe, that's when we were first introduced to mutants because that's where they found Wanda and her exactly. brother. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what so they're that, doing. That, that's a very good. That that just might be the case. So that's great storytelling right there. So does that mean there's a possibility that they're sending Deadpool out there to save Quicksilver? From the fate that he had in uh, Age of Ultron, where he died off way too soon? Uh, possible, but that Quicksilver from that movie is busy playing Craven. He's got to do all that. So who knows? Who knows? 
And I don't even know what the hell they do with the Craven. They push a lot of their movies back. <laughs> yeah, they push it's that Sony. all the way back. Hey, yeah. it's Sony. Yeah, they, they, and if that's they, the case, then why don't they just bring in the uh, the other Quicksilver from the Fox universe? Just have him take his place. He ain't doing shit. He was uh, Evan, a good whatever, point. Evan, good whatever point. his name is, because I, I thought he was a better Quicksilver personally. Uh, uh, they let, just because he had a chance to do cooler stuff. And plus, they gave us that little that little pump fake that they and, uh, did in um, Wanda Vision. Wanda Vision, yeah. Where they brought him in there for a hot second. And he wasn't that was real. terrible. He wasn't even real. Yeah. And that's a good point. I'm glad you guys mentioned that Wanda Vision because this is what good storytelling and good marketing does. Because you could. As somebody who's just a Deadpool fan, you can at least get a sense of what the storyline is without having watched all the Disney Plus TV shows. I think this is one of the biggest mistakes that Marvel made within the past five years. COVID's probably a big part of that, and then it, they changed CEOs, CEOs within Disney. But it's it's ridiculous to, to expect the casual moviegoer to not only invest in your movie franchise, but invest 30-plus hours on television just to keep up with the movie franchise. Case in point, let's go. Let's take a look at uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, a movie I was disappointed. It's not trash. I had a lot of good stuff in it. But let's just say you're somebody who didn't watch any of the Disney Plus shows, and you, but you've watched every one of the Marvel shows, the Marvel movies, I'm sorry. Just like the, the lady who braids my hair. She had no idea why Wanda would have kids. Where did these two kids come from? Oh, she, so she was lost in space just she, because she didn't watch WandaVision? She, exactly. Yeah, she had no idea. And, and one, she's followed the MCU since uh, Iron Man and all that. And that should be enough. You shouldn't have to have that. There's a... W- well, I don't. I would disagree with that one, but I'll, I let, you like keep, those, I'll let you keep cooking. I feel I, like, it's, it's, well, go ahead. Yeah, no, I feel like those are fill-ins, though. I mean, that, they're filling in until the movies come out, but they're major fill-ins yeah, because yeah. a lot of that stuff does um, link into their um, their actual uh, cinema world. I would say that any anything that the MCU tried to link in from the TV into the movies didn't work. It did nothing to improve the movies. It was just a oh, I know what they're doing. But it didn't make the movie any more exciting or give me any ongoing storylines that I'm interested in outside of maybe the... I think Falcon Winter Soldier definitely made made an impact on the cinema world because it links in perfectly to Captain America New World Order or whatever it is, Brave New World. A lot of that stuff... From we, the but we don't line, even know what that movie's going to be yet. We no. know this is coming out, but we don't... We don't let's, keep in mind, the average movie... Unless you're there, there's, yeah, the opening night crowd, yes, they follow all the TV shows and they follow what the studio tells you, what you need to watch to keep up with the storyline. But the casual moviegoer, like the lady who braids my hair, she's not, well, she's, no, she her so schedule's means, too damn busy. So that means she was lost when she watched the Marvels because she didn't watch WandaVision? So I she doubt didn't she, know what I Maria Rambo was? I, she, she realized that these movies are not, all well, the main characters, Maria, but Monica Rambeau, the daughter. I, I'm like I said, she's probably she's probably checked out since um, Endgame. I know she saw Wakanda Forever and loved it, but after, yeah, yeah, she loves she loves Iron Man, she loves Thor, she loves Captain America, she loves the Hulk, and when the, Marvel has been giving us the characters we fell in love with. We got Professor Hulk, which I can't wait to go away now. <laughs> let's 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 stick on let's stick on um i just want to say 
I, I, I am I, I'm all on board with what this trailer gave us because I think as a casual fan watching this Deadpool three trailer, Deadpool and, and Wolverine, get Deadpool right. <laughs> and Wolverine. I think if you've just seen Deadpool one or two and watched um, the X Men Fox movies, you know you're complete. You you're not lost. So you you obviously know that you don't have to. You don't. I don't think you have to watch Loki to get what the storyline is. Just off what this trailer showed us, you'll know. Oh, there's some tra- time traveling agency that Deadpool gets sucked into during this movie. That's where me and that's you good, divert that's a little good bit. Story because telling. if you don't know what happened with Loki, then you have no idea what the hell the TVA are and what they're capable of. But it true, does, it, true. It does make. But that's it not why I'm paying my. That's not. I'm not going to see this movie. I'm going to see Deadpool and Wolverine the movie. That you already had me. Even if I, this is a movie you don't even have to show me a preview for, just because the first two movies were so enjoyable, you had my money already. So the TVA didn't have to be involved at all for me. And I know what the TVA. I've watched Loki season one and two. I would have been okay with or without. But just as far as explaining the storyline, you're not going to be lost like you were in the um, the uh, Doctor Strange 2 when you see Wanda showing up kids. You're just going to know this agency can control time. Now, who knows what the movie is? I'm just going strictly off the trailer, but I'm just looking at it as a casual movie. You will understand that Deadpool is traveling time. That's all you need to know. And the there is an underrated fan base of people who love not only the X-Men, but what Fox did with the X-Men series. Yes, most people agree that X-Men 3 was the worst out of the trilogy, but even they have their fan base. I'm completely on board with Days of Future Past and X-Men 1 and 2. I think those are three of the best comic movies ever made. I I even like the Future Class series. X-Men has a huge following, and I think that that's one of the main reasons Disney acquired Fox is because of that X-Men property. So that as a trailer goes, this is an A plus. This is an A plus. Um, Tommy, Sean, please join in. I've been talking a lot. Uh, I, I'm just saying I completely disagree. Not watching the show. Yeah, I think that was for our for our for our detriment. That was not for our detriment. That was for us to benefit from. But the t- we needed, none of the TVA characters from the show were even in the trailer. It's not in the trailer, but it doesn't mean there's a possibility they not show up in the show. Owen oh, Wilson might the be movie. there. Owen Wilson might be there. Owen True. Wilson might be there, or maybe a Hunter B-15, whatever her name was. Maybe she'll show up because the TVA, they show that was a little bit different. So they may have, um, what's the guy's name? Um, um, Hugh? Um, damn, um, Short Round. What the hell is his real name? Is it? Is it uh, oh, yeah, I don't know his real name. Short we all know Short Round. <laughs> yeah, we know Short Round. Yeah. But Hugh Key, or can't remember his exact name, but maybe he'll show up because he was a vital part in there. Obviously, uh, Jonathan Majors ain't going to be in this damn movie. But, <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's not going to happen. But it, it may show a possibility if he's timeline jumping, we can possibly get other cameos from other Avengers that could possibly show up there. So they do have some other possibilities, even if it's just, just like a little, like a like a five-second cameo of seeing Iron Man or him like saving somebody from their demise. Maybe it's like something small like that, but it'll be a lot more satisfying just of the possibility being there. Like, I understand what you're saying. Like, just knowing that Deadpool and Wolverine in a movie, that's like the steak and potatoes. Take potato. my money now, yeah. That, that's steak and potatoes right there, oh, yeah. man. That can fully satisfy anybody. But knowing that it's linked into like some Marvel shows, 
to me, that's like putting like the sauteed mushrooms and onions on that steak. Like now this bitch got a little bit more flavor to it. It's a little <laughs> bit more satisfying to me because I'm fully invested into everything. Everything that's been going on with this universe as far as Fox, as far as Marvel, even like the TV shows for Disney Plus. All this coming together, all this coalescing into one big thing. Like that's why I looked at the trailer a little bit differently because I'm fully invested into the Loki show. I think Loki is probably like the best Disney Plus show that they made. So the fact that they're linking this in with the TVA, just seeing them pop up in the trailer, knowing fully well of like who they are and what they're capable of, that made the the movie more satisfying because I saw immediately all the possibilities that they can do with the TVA being able to timeline jump. I hear you. Not just what Cable and what he was doing. That's just one side of it. That made it even more interesting when I saw that in the Deadpool too. But seeing the TVA in there, seeing what they're capable of, as far as like how they can link in the Marvel universe along with the the Fox and their timeline thing, it made it so much more better. This is see that part of the actual trailer, knowing that they're bringing this in. This is how they're linking Deadpool into this. It makes a lot of sense of how they connected Deadpool to Marvel. Just having the TVA just being like that 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 hub that uh that that bridge from one world to the other, and how they can actually make sense. It makes sense as far as like seeing it how seeing like uh, the Beast like show up at the end of uh, the Marvel's movie. Seeing that, like how they're linking in the X-Men, it's like, how the hell did they get there? Because a lot of people think like, oh, they're finally linking in like the X-Men in there, but how do you link this in and make it work? I think Deadpool and the TVA cleans up a lot of like explanations that you have to have for the casual fans. Of course, they'll do like the quick synopsis of like, oh, oh we're the TVA time variant authority, everything like that. They'll have like a, a great... A, a quick explanation of who they are, but just having more background of it, just because we're more invested, it makes it a little bit more satisfying. And it cuts our learning curve a little bit of having to figure out what the hell the TVA is and how come I never heard about them before. That's all it is. So the fact that they have that possibility, I just thought that was, I thought that was a brilliant thing of writing. I can understand why this is the only Marvel movie coming out this year. And it makes a lot of sense because we have to, uh, it's kind of like uh, brushing your teeth and drinking orange juice. Like we got a bad taste in our mouth from the last, the last few Marvel <laughs> yeah, movies and projects it's coming out. It's like, taste. all right, man, we got to clean this shit up. Now, just just there, give us Deadpool and that's it. Is there anything this movie can do to just, do you think that you're going to be so hyped up? You think you, like we always say, going with reasonable expectation. Do you have a fear that it might disappoint? It might disappoint you a little bit because because I've always yeah. gone with the whole, the, going with the, the advice that you have, like just going there with low right. expectations. Just being so excited, it's hard to have low expectations, but yeah. just my imagination is taking over. I'm just thinking like all the possibilities, like I said before, right. of what could happen. Like, oh, they might send Deadpool in there to save <laughs> Iron Man or something yeah. like that. Or they may bring back Quicksilver or right. possibly they can. Because I fear that if it's bad, it might put a stake in it. You know what I mean? It might put a super stake and nail a nail in the coffin, whatever term you want to use for Marvel for a long time. Because we've been anticipating this to be like some kind of savior or something that we holding on. I mean, we talk about it at work. Everybody's just the big thing of the year is Deadpool. And the last two movies have been great. So I'm hoping that we, it doesn't let us down on the, on that, on that fact. So um, I hope it's just as good as it. I got a feeling it won't, but I hope that if it's bad, it doesn't send us off the cliff is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? We got to remember that Deadpool itself is a d-list marvel character right I, a character i didn't hear about until that movie and came out it, yeah. and the, really i never the heard only, of deadpool before 
I, I I didn't know. I heard of him, but I I just thought he was a character that looked cool. I didn't know anything about. I him. seen his face, but I didn't know his name. I remember him with the white eyes and stuff like that, but I didn't wasn't it, a lot of these characters I never knew about. You know. So. Oh, and that goes to credit to what the MCU does. They made a lot of unpopular characters popular, yeah. including Captain Marvel and Ant Man. But Ryan Reynolds used just made a ten minute video himself with his own money and pitched this to Fox to make. He was just making YouTube videos and pitched this. He said, I'll be perfect for his character. And this turned, that movie ended up making $700 million off a $50 million budget. (laughs) And he put a lot of his own money into making that movie. So it's a miracle that we're even in Deadpool 3 right now. Because this is based on sheer will. I love Deadpool, but the only thing I have a hard time is just that I just think it's just Ryan Reynolds. You know, I mean, now I see whenever I see anything Ryan Reynolds, I think he's being Deadpool or Deadpool's being him or whatever. It is. You know, what I mean, like he's just being himself. I mean, yeah, it's it, hard it was, for me it to was look, made. It was made for him. It was, but it's hard for me to. It's like ah, it's just him. You know, what I mean, and, I, and there's nothing bad about it. It's just it's just him with the sarcastic jokes. You know, what I mean, I hear you. That's yeah. where I was whenever I saw Ryan Reynolds in most movies. I yeah. mean, I. I um, what's the college movie that went straight to video oh, that has it, a uh, following? Uh, Van Wilder, Van Wilder yeah. yeah, yes, I, I I enjoyed him in that, but to me, I, I, that's the way I looked at Ryan Reynolds. Oh, this is another Van Wilder movie. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Well, that's to be fair. That's how I look at Vin Diesel. He yeah, ain't in a true. car with a cut off T shirt. I'm like, what the hell is he doing in this movie? <laughs> right. But in every movie, Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds. He you is. know what I mean? Like that's just like what we can say about a lot of actors. But him especially, to me, his the sarcasm. Sometimes goes a little bit over the top for me, you know. What I mean? Agreed. Now, it works with Deadpool, but in some of the other movies, I'm like, all right, now it man. works perfect yeah. for Deadpool. Yeah, it works. So with I understand yeah. your gripes with Ryan yeah. Reynolds. Yeah, but I I, I'm putting him in this, this Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool. It's a perfect match. Uh, perfect, yeah, right? Perfect match. Yeah. yeah, at best, he's just a bad actor. Yeah, well, he's man. not. Yeah. He, he's not very believable in right. any other character. He found like that one perfect character, and yeah. that's pretty much what his staple is. Right. He's perfect as Deadpool. Because I didn't know anything about Deadpool, so I believe that he's perfect as Deadpool. You know what I mean? I didn't know. I mean, I had to talk to real comic book heads um, who can say if that's accurate enough. You know what I mean? Or I'm, apparently he is because people love him as Deadpool. So before that, I didn't know anything about Deadpool. So this is all I know about Deadpool is all off of Ryan Reynolds. So it's hard for me to see him. Which is fine. Yeah, which is that's- fine. But I said I, I, every time I see him, I just feel like he's just him. You know what I mean? It's not, it's, it's not taking any effort. That's that's a blessing in his on his behalf, but I just feel like he's just being Ryan Reynolds as every, in every movie. Like he's me. Deadpool yeah, in every he, movie. Or he's now. Deadpool in every movie with the like same. Like even when I saw him in like Hobbs and Shaw, yeah. it's like, oh, Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> Deadpool. He's even in these damn telephone commercials. He's a guy. He's Deadpool. In he started his own cell phone yeah, company. Yeah, he's this cricket. Is it cricket or something like that? One I of, think so. One of them, he's just Deadpool talking as every time I see him, which is. Credit to him, he made that very popular. You know, what I mean, like we're all yeah, excited. He's got, a, he's got mm-hmm. another movie coming out this year, the Imaginary Friend movie. If, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, he's not getting my money for that. I feel like he's Deadpool. He's he can be rated R. Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool. You know, what I mean, he can take it there. And, and I, more yeah. credit for him for yeah. the entire MCU has been PG thirteen. Well, was and they're Logan, letting him make this an R rated movie. Was he before Logan or Logan before him? As far as rated R goes. Remember uh, the old Dead, 20th century Deadpool, Fox? Deadpool was first, and then Logan okay. came right after. Because in the first Deadpool, don't he like draw a picture of Logan? 
Yeah. And he's saying, like, that I was Deadpool, it. too. Or wait, wait. He had Hugh Jackman's yeah, face De- on. Deadpool came out, and then Logan came out after that. Then Deadpool 2 came out after Logan. Okay, because I thought the first one, he had, like, he was saying, like, thanks because of, I'm not going to say his name. And he had started, like, yeah, Pulverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was the second one. Yeah, because Logan. That was the second one? Yeah, Logan wrote, wrote his coattails into the rated R rating. Okay, I thought that, that was the first Deadpool. Because Deadpool was he the did first rated. Hugh Jackman's face at the end of the first Deadpool. That's the one where, in the first scene where the car is. Rolling all over the place and shit yeah. falling out yeah. the car. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the first the one. second one. That's, that's the first one. Okay, I thought that's the one where he's drawing. He's talking about Wolverine because he kind of made. Wait, sh- you talking about the highway scene? Yeah, the highway. That scene. was the, the first one. one. Okay, yeah. so I thought, but he's talking about Wolverine to start the movie off in the second one. He even has a, a Wolverine, an impaled Wolverine. I thought he was talking about spinning. the first one. I could be wrong, but I yeah, he did he- have like that. Uh, that. Uh, he, that uh, that mask that he had at the end when he took his mask off and he saw his girl again, that was in the first one. That was, yes. Okay. The mask part, yes. Okay, I thought the scene where he's sitting on the bridge and he's getting ready to jump down. Yeah, that was the first one. Okay, he that said something one. about Wolverine right there, didn't he? Yeah, like, like how did I do, how did I get yeah, my own movie? Yeah, like, yeah. I, he's like, he said Pulverine or something like right, that. Right, oh, okay, so, I didn't know he said So, yeah, he didn't mention yeah. him. Okay. He didn't mention him in that. And it was, uh, I think it was the second one. Well, was it the first one? Where they had like that weird opening trailer where uh, he went to like a phone booth or something like that, and he gets in old boy's car. I think they made that trailer like a little spoof trailer at the beginning of Logan. Oh, okay, that was at the beginning of Logan. They showed Deadpool in the at the beginning of it because I think that was the last cameo that. So Stan Logan made. getting rated R can be uh, accredited to Deadpool. Then yes, absolutely. Okay. All right, okay. because Deadpool had to be rated R, and then right yeah. after that they made a rated R version of. Uh, of uh, Wolverine, with which the Logan was dope. Movie. Yeah, it was dope. I can argue that Logan is probably the best uh, X Men movie. I can absolutely. Yeah, I could definitely yeah. argue that because you know, I'm an X two guy, but you have an argument there. And unlike uh, Ryan Reynolds, I actually think uh, uh, Hugh Jackman is actually a tremendous actor. He oh, really he sells Wolverine. Like, like you talk about people that are born to play characters, like him playing uh, Wolverine will probably be like the greatest uh, uh, superhero casting ever to me. I can you have that? He, yeah, he, it's absolutely worth the discussion. Should be it's a him? face of a franchise, like oh, the same way much. you look at Iron Man, or yeah. maybe like even Christopher Reeve as Superman, or Henry Cavill. If you're that fan, I can I can easily argue that uh, Hugh Jackman's probably like the greatest superhero casting yeah. ever. You might win that argument. Uh, you absolutely think over Blade. Would Blade say, he's would, in the same category. Blade. He, yeah. he's, oh, another, he's another perfect. perfect he's, he's a perfect, perfect. casting. But, yeah, he's yeah. up there. Yeah. Hugh oh, Jackman. Yeah. Oh, the same yeah. way I look at uh, Tobey Maguire as Spider Man. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. There's some, there's some casting out there. It was like I can't imagine anybody else playing this. Game. Yeah, I can't imagine Robert anybody Downey being Jr. Dead. as Iron Man, Robert yeah. Downey Jr. or even uh, Chris Evans as Chris Captain Evans, America. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. Like some casting, they just have it perfect. And uh, DC, they do have some perfect castings too. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Gail Gadot as Wonder Woman. I thought that was a really good casting right there. Yeah, the Henry Cavill, like you said, Ryan, that Henry was a perfect Cavill, Superman. He looked just like hell. Even like a uh, Heath Ledger as Joker. There, there are some perfect castings yeah, perfect. for some movies that, yeah. especially in superhero movies, they don't get enough credit <laughs> as far as like how they carry out their universe and like the and above all that, the acting that they do. I hate that uh, superhero acting doesn't get enough credit when it comes to like Academy Awards and nominations stuff like that because I think. A lot of those actors, they do a tremendous job. Oh yeah, doing what they're doing, and they just get watered down by the the Martin Scorseses of the world who don't think it's real cinema. So I'm like, fuck you, this real cinema, and they're doing some real damn good acting. So don't don't belittle them at all, man. Give them a lot more credit. But my excitement level, like I, I think by probably a six brownie points as soon as I saw this trailer. <laughs> I was like, all right, this is definitely going to be one of the movies that we're going to be written out of three or four. Absolutely. This is number one on my list. We all have to go see 
Deadpool and Wolverine as like a cinema family with all our family and friends. So that's definitely going to be on our list to to do this. When's year. that come out? May. That comes out July twenty sixth. I saw. Really? That yeah, was, it was I know, originally I, supposed to come out this month. I was hoping that was going to come out earlier in the year. I hope it was going to be a early May one, but you know, we'll see what's going on around July. So yeah, hopefully I'm not stuck at a campground or something like that. We'll <laughs> see how it goes. Yeah, but y'all got any other theories as far as what y'all think might be happening in this Deadpool Wolverine I'm movie? Just, I'm up in the air. I don't know what, what the heck is going on. I just knew he had something to do with that thing he got from Cable uh, with the time travel where he was able to go back. And, of course, he's going to go save his girl. And also, and, I forgot, they uh, they showed uh, the one guy that plays Pyro in X-Men 2 and 3. He he made a, an appearance in the trailer as well. I didn't the, recognize it at the first. One guy, yeah, the one guy that can manipulate fire. The yeah. one kid from the, oh, yeah, the yeah, Xavier yeah. School. From the school? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's in there too. And a lot of people okay. thought they saw Dr. Doom in there, but I don't think that was Dr. Doom because huh. Dr. Doom ain't walking around with no damn gun. No. That, didn't, that didn't look like him. That one thing I rifle. will say about Deadpool, I have, the first villain was pretty cool, but I didn't like the second little chubby Mexican dude with the fire. I didn't like as far as his villains as somebody you need to fight. I feel like he needs a little more adversaries, better adversaries for him. And it's like well, take it kind of played like Cable was the villain. Then yeah, of course I you got Juggernaut at yeah, the end. Yeah, Juggernaut that was dope. Juggernaut, Juggernaut was, was awesome. awesome. I just didn't like the little chubby fist fire dude, whatever the hell he called himself. I enjoyed him. Yeah, this is annoying me. He annoyed was, the shit I, out of me. I, I think that yeah. was the point. Yeah, yeah, I don't it was think annoying he, the hell out of me. Now uh, he was funny when they went to jail. An angry teenager. Yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah, I thought uh, it was great. And your teenager, you got that with Negasonic Teenage Warhead. I like, I like his jokes with her. <laughs> oh, and this. she was she was there at the beginning of the movie along okay. with, oh, by the way, I keep forgetting. Y'all remember in Deadpool 2 where you had like X-Force? Yeah. yeah. The, guy that, the, the, guy the, the guy with the mustache. The guy with the mustache. The normal guy. No <laughs> yeah, he was the there. one who landed in, uh, in front of the truck or something. He <laughs> lived. Well, he... No, because even his girlfriend died. In, oh, he in went the back. And he went back. He, he yeah, went back and saved him. him. He, yes, told yep. him he told him to just right. walk away. But right, also, right. remember that one guy that was like an alien? Yeah, yeah. He had like that long uh, ponytail. That right. Asian, the Asian yeah, guy. Yeah, he yeah. was actually he was at the birthday party at what's, the beginning of the what's trailer. What's the cab too. driver name? He's gonna have him back. He he's uh, back. Uh, in yeah, there. I like the cab Was he at the? Was he in? The, was he in the trailer? Yeah, the he, was, he was there at the beginning of the uh, the birthday uh the birthday okay, party. Okay. What was, about the girl who was lucky? That was her superpower. She was just oh, lucky. Oh, the one I didn't see her. The black afro. Yeah, she's part of his team. Yeah, I didn't. She was one of the the best parts of Deadpool. I didn't see her. I didn't see Cable. Obviously, we didn't get to see uh what's the guy name uh. Uh, something Miller. Oh, he didn't like Brandon yeah, Miller. He, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I already knew well, that he wasn't going to come. They have yeah, 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 Now they did confirm that uh, for better or worse, that um, I like Ben Affleck's ex wife is coming back as Electra. Oh, uh, Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. I remember yeah, that. Jennifer Garner is going to be. Ryan Reynolds has came out and even said it. Jennifer Garner is come is going to be in this movie. And what so anything's possible. Like I said, I would with with. Them opening up the Fox Marvel Universe, please, please give us Wesley Snipes' Blade coming back. Oh, my Even God. Even if it's just for two or three minutes. Away if I'm I telling that. you, this might. If I'll throw the baby up in the air. I'm you, you got it. You got it. All right. You better not throw your baby up in the air. Oh. No. no you I'm, don't throw that baby like the old dude threw up his head. Oh, my God. At that, at that, but that little brawl at New Orleans, no, wherever it was. Yeah. That would be so amazing. Halle Berry yeah. with her titties bouncing all over the place. Oh, my storm. God. Man, Patrick had, Stewart. If anything's I saw Blade possible with that moment. haircut come back, man. Oh, oh man. It was an R rating. You don't got to worry about no PG-13. Oh, I can't see. I don't see, I'm telling you. This is why this movie is perfect for all the fans of Fox and Marvel. The possibilities 
of what they're capable of doing with all this, it leaves everybody just wondering, like, who can we possibly see in this movie? Who can we possibly see in this movie? I swear, if they show Iron Man or Captain America or anything like that, I am going to lose my shit. That's going to be crazy. I am going to lose my shit. If I see anything like that, I think that's going to be like a, a great big plus. Yeah, he did go. I forgot he went back and saved them. Um, he even shot his old self. Yeah, because he killed off Wolverine. that whole timeline <laughs> yeah. of like the X Men Origins and right. all that other shit. So there's a lot of like funny things that he did that in killed the Green Lantern, the Lantern, killed the Green Lantern movie or whatever. <laughs> he saved that's his great. one. He saved the one guy with the mustache. Yeah. You know? So he can do a lot. He can do a lot. So the possibilities are endless on this one. So. There's going to be a lot of fan theories up until now, and then like when the second and third trailer comes out, where they're probably going to reveal a lot more. But I'm guessing we'll probably see like Magneto or you know Professor Xavier or something like that. And I'm I'm not too excited about that because I think I'm probably like a little bit a little bit done with seeing Magneto and Professor Xavier because I thought they used up the last goodwill that we had with seeing Xavier put him in uh, the the Doctor Strange movie. By having them come back, yeah, they and they killed him, right? I mean, yeah, they killed him off for like like ten minutes. It's like, damn, how dare y'all? How many times we gotta see this dude die in a damn movie? This will be like three times now. <laughs> Shit, how many times y'all gotta kill this damn man? man? He's still, he's still kicking himself. I saw him in a Super Bowl commercial. So, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that 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 was by far like the biggest highlight of the Super Bowl, right there. A- any other fan fan uh, thoughts theories? Wish list of what you want to see in this Deadpool. Uh, I, I'm rooting for Wesley Snipes' Blade to come back more than anything, oh but God. I just want it to be it. a good movie. And like I said, I'm not. I whatever theories I have, it doesn't have to come true for me to like it. This this give me a good movie. Just give just give me a good good movie. Most of the stuff I thought was going to happen in the Force Awakens didn't happen, and I still enjoyed the hell out of that. I, I whatever fan theories. That we have, that's just part of the fun of being a moviegoer. And that does not, just because what what we're predicting is not in the movie, as long as it's something else that's good, I'm all for it. I like to be surprised. I don't like to see everything that I predicted come to fruition. Matter of fact, I'd be disappointed if there's not any surprises in the movie. So I, I thought, and they didn't even show us Wolverine. Um, we all knew this movie's titled Deadpool and Wolverine, which took us off guard. And they still didn't even show us Hugh Jackman's face in the trailer. I thought, yeah, this is a this is a legendary marketing tr- start for for a movie franchise. I think it broke the record for how many views a movie trailer got in the first twenty four hours. I think it's at like three sixty five. Oh my lord! I yeah. would not be surprised. I would. Yeah, th- this is a big deal, and you 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 can't underestimate my fellow X Men fans out there. I, I know I know the X Men series went off the rails with Fox, but this one of the more I still think the two most important things for the MCU to get right going forward is they have to figure out what to do with the Hulk because people love the Hulk and we need to see the real Hulk, Hulk smash, destroying buildings. We need to see more of that in MCU, and they have to get X Men right. They nailed Spider Man. Tom Holland's a freaking awesome Spider Man. But the future of the MCU depends on them getting this X-Men right. And Hugh Jackman's not going to... This dude's like pushing 60 almost at this point. He's not going to be able to keep that physique. So this is very important for them to get the X-Men right. And I think we're off to a good start. I I am going to see your expectations and I'm going to raise you four. 
Damn. They got to get the Fantastic Four right. Ooh. <laughs> nice. I see what you did there. They, they, like ain't, that. they ain't got them right since. That's tough. Oh, damn. I don't know why they keep fumbling this shit. That's they, tough. Because, uh, like, the Wolves are one with uh, Jessica Alba. Chris Evans. Yeah, it was Those just, movies made money. I mean, they made, weren't great. They got my money, but it was still kind of like, something's just not quite it was, right. It, it wasn't. It w- but still, I had a much better time watching that than Batman v Superman. Or that Fantastic Four that they made with Michael B. Jordan. Oh. And Miles Teller. God. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, I was bad. I was, I apologized to my oh. family at least three times. I was, <laughs> oh, like, was so I, bad. I am, I am so sorry I made y'all come to this nonsense. That, yeah. And, yeah, whatever. Never hear anybody who's seen that movie, Dr. Doom has much more potential than that. <laughs> than what you saw in that piece of crap movie. Way, way more. And, uh, yeah, that, yeah. So if there is a bright spot with that Chris Evans, Jessica Alba, one and two Fantastic Four movie with, uh, wasn't Lawrence Fishburne Silver Surfer in that sequel? Yeah, he was, a, he was the voice of the Silver Surfer, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I thought that was even a step down from the first one. At least that's not as bad as the Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan movie. Because that was one of the worst combo movies I've ever seen. That was complete trash. But, um, yeah, most people our age have no idea who the Fantastic Four are, except from if they've seen those movies. And the uh, the Doctor Strange movie where they show uh, Mr. Fantastic there, yeah. played by John Krasinski. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I, the, the possibilities are endless. And I think even the people like in our age group and younger who grew up loving the Hugh Jackman x-men series they'll be open to seeing new actors and actresses playing storm magneto professor xavier this is a very important movie for marvel this is one of the most important movies in marvel's history right here and uh i think um i think it's gonna work i got faith this is going to work so uh yeah a plus for me as far as a first teaser trailer goes, one oh, of the yeah. best of all time here. As yeah. far as creating excitement while not giving too much away, you can't do it better marketing wise. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't give a lot away, and they gave us a lot to look at already. Exactly. I thought it was like it, it was damn near a perfect trailer. I would love to see Hugh Jackman's face, like to see him in his full suit. But if Whoa. y'all been like one of us, like us cinema nerds, has been looking at these behind the scene photos and images that they've been linking online. It was just like, all right, man, they, they, they are really going for it. I didn't know the TVA angle was in there at didn't all. Didn't see that coming at all. But I think it works perfectly for this one. So, yes, Marvel, Fox, congratulations to y'all. It looks like y'all going to have like a wonderful cinematic event coming up this year, and I can't wait for us to have an event for this one with our family and friends. This is going to be amazing. Can't wait. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait for this yeah. one. Don't bring anybody under the age of 10 because they pretty much labeled, yeah, this is our. Yeah, and oh, yeah the absolutely. first thirty seconds. I'm gonna have to have a babysitter said, now. Yeah, damn it. It's like I'm familiar <laughs> with what I'm familiar with pegging. Yeah, so That's yeah, right. they pretty much yeah, yeah, they went for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, they, all right, they keep a Deadpool, Deadpool. That's They're a keeping good thing. Deadpool. It has to be though. I mean, are, this is what makes him great. I mean, it makes him a good character. Exactly. Yeah, so. I'm glad that I'm glad that, that just shows what success will give you leeway. Yeah. If those first two Deadpool movies didn't make over seven hundred million dollars worldwide, being R. They would not. Disney would not let this be an R-rated movie. Deadpool movies are on Disney. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, no, I they are. No, yeah, this on, one is. No, they're on Disney Plus. As far as like the old movies. 
Are they, yeah, are they, the they you can go on Disney Plus and watch Deadpool? Yeah, both of them? yeah, okay. they're out there. Sweet, but I yeah, the, when Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman made Deadpool one and two in the original X Men, they were not a part of Disney. That was 20th Century Fox. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that came in later when they started to put out the X Men movies and the the Deadpool movies, like the, all the Fox stuff. I think they came out later on, like probably about a year ago, when they started putting that stuff out. Even like a couple of the Sony movies with the uh, Spider Man. I think that slowly started to come out on Disney Plus as well. So, yeah, Disney Plus, they're, they're doing a good job. So, shout out to y'all. Shout out to Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I think y'all y'all going to have something special for us, and I'm very much looking forward to that one. Heck, yeah. All right, now, can we get to something funny? Yeah, let's can, do can it. We, can we have some fun right let's now? Let's have some fun. <laughs> okay, let's get to the Super Bowl halftime show, y'all. <laughs> All right, man, let's get to this. Why the fuck was Jermaine Dupree dressed like he was? Oh, getting, I didn't know who God. that was. It took me a minute until I heard his voice. I'm like, that's Jermaine Dupree. He literally looked like he was going to pass out two hundred dollars to everybody that passed go. <laughs> I'm like, why is he dressed like the fucking Monopoly man? Yeah. Like, what is going on? Like, I, he's about to tap dance. I thought it was CeeLo for a second. It did look like CeeLo. CeeLo, and then I was like, nah. I took me. I went to like three different names at first. I was like, CeeLo, no, who is this? And then I heard him talk, and I was like. Okay, Lil John is here. That has to be, or maybe I didn't see Lil John yet, but I kind of connected once I saw Lil John. Oh, that's got to be Jermaine Dupree. Like, I heard the voice, and that's yeah, the kind of thing I heard he would do. I was yeah. like, holy shit, is that Jermaine Dupree? Because first I was like, what the hell is this kid doing on stage? <laughs> Somebody left their baby on the stage. But he I was like, holy shit. I was like, why the fuck is he dressed like that? Why does he look like he's some he here on the Jenna Super Jackson? Bowl, man? Jenna what the Jackson? hell are you thinking? That Did was he not with Janet Jackson? No, no, He's God, not- no. Janet Jackson left his ass. Oh, yeah. Okay. But he th- paid for that damn marriage. Oh. <laughs> but that was like one of the worst outfits I've ever seen in my life. No, Did that, he have one? That, that's not hip hop. Like, what the hell's going on, Jermaine Dupree? What the hell's going on in your yeah. life? Who dressed you? Who thought that was a good idea? Right. <laughs> <It> wasn- <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that was, that was bad. That and was then, one of the and then Ludacris out there looked like he getting ready to play dodgeball for Global Gym. Yeah. Like, what the fuck did he have yeah, on? They, he like and you're at the Super Bowl, man. Right. Braid your damn hair up. Like why would you, yeah, why yeah. you have your afro on the Super Bowl? Yeah. I just, uh, man, you know. I Braid know your time. god dang hair up, Ludacris. That, that took me off guard. But I just want to say that. This halftime show was freaking awesome. It was outside, a good show. Outside of Jermaine Dupree, and uh, I'm still a little, I, th- I do think it was a little sus. Usher sliding through a man's legs halfway through it. And I was like, come on, you could do a fine-ass female slide through her legs. This big-ass buff dude, you're sliding through his legs. Usher, no, that's on. where Usher got in trouble. He's been sliding through legs, man. <laughs> Shit, that's why I make confessions. <laughs> Stepping out on Chili. I've I just been disappointed with halftime shows lately. I, I just didn't think it was all that. It was decent. I just thought it was too much going on. I did like when Lil John came out. That took me back. And some of the songs did. I know he only got a time restraint. So the songs that I like, he only did for like two seconds. Yeah, he right. got like a bunch you know, of snippets. He went through about 20 songs. Right. But it wasn't enough for me to get into the hook. I, I mean, I know he got to do, I don't feel like he had to do 20 songs, but maybe that's how it goes. But um, it wasn't bad. I just, I, I'm just used to some of the better Super Bowl halftimes. But that's pretty much what last, a Super Bowl halftime yeah, show yeah. is for an artist. They go through all their hits as quickly right. as possible to remind people of like their catalog. Right. So what they're doing is trying to get publicity for their CD or album that comes up because I don't think the NFL pays them. They don't. Yeah, yeah you don't so, get paid for halftime. Yeah, yeah. So and most of the most artists were told they had to pay the NFL to do the damn halftime show. So I think that this is just publicity for his album that's out, which I hope he gets it. I, I like Usher. I just the songs that I like of Usher. He. 
he didn't give me enough of. I'm like, all right, sing that song a little bit more. All right, all right, now here we go with this one. You know, like, eh. Well, you got to remember, he's had a, um, he's been performing in Las Vegas for about the yeah, past he's two a, years. He's, he's at Caesar Palace. He was at Caesar Palace when we went. Yeah, so yeah, yeah so. when when they were, when the the first Super Bowl at the new Las Vegas Stadium was announced, I guarantee with Usher having a permanent residency there. Yeah, yep. He had to be one of the top three names right. on the list when they were looking through artists. He's already there. He, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's got one of the most successful shows in Las Vegas history. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he caused um, old girl to get a divorce from her husband. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh uh, from uh, Nope. Um What's her name? Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was te- he was testing Alicia Keys. Yeah. I was like, oh shit! Swiss oh, beat, beat. yeah. So whatever sh- negativity you have about the Super Bowl show, Sean, Alicia Keys was that was great. Fine. She was fine as shit. Oh man, she like that red kind of, suit looked great. On that her. was awesome. That her shit. body has greatly improved since She's the early two thousand. Hell, I have an admission. I've never found Alicia Keys attractive. What? Tommy. I'm oh, sorry. She's fine. All right, we need to start having drug testing on some <laughs> Megan Lentz here. No, because like you like Meg Thee Stallion. I was like, nah, I don't, you don't like, like that. Alicia Keys. No, oh, she's beautiful. Her voice kind of heavy for a girl, but I like and it. She's actually yeah. talented. And she's very talented. Piano. She can play all of you. Know, no, I just remember when she came out. I kept thinking like, I'm more of a Jill Scott fan. Jill Scott can blow oh. her out the fucking water. I'm sorry. Jill Scott is a far more talented oh. singer than Alicia Keys. <laughs> Alicia Keys has got that push because everybody else found her attractive. But I was like, man, she kind of looked like a dude in the face. Her voice ain't that damn great. Now the she pi- did the go- piano playing is I. Like, she did go through a phase where she didn't wear makeup anymore. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. And, I saw that with shit. her with makeup on, wow. Wow. She's beautiful. Her teeth, her, her smile. Now, she got some great teeth. Yeah, I told y'all, yeah. great teeth will get, yeah. get you a long way in my world. <laughs> thick as, she got thicker. She way got thicker. Swiss Beats been doing a lot more than just music. So, uh, different kind of beats. But man, yeah, she's uh, yeah, she's gravy to me. I, I never had. A she's always with that. been fine, yeah. right from yeah. the get go. I mean, of course, um, yeah, she's not Beyonce, Halle Berry level. She seems, but like she's all just her uh, personality. Her down personality to, looked like it would be easier for, to get her. Exactly. You know I mean? like, yeah, yeah, she doesn't have that diva mentality. No, no, That's no. why she's okay showing herself. Th- right. I find that highly attractive. It's, she's not all on. Oh, I need to. I need to make myself successful strictly yeah, off my sex yeah. appeal. If you had to choose between... She's not successful just because of her sex appeal. Shooting your shot with Beyonce or Alicia's Keys, you're going to try Alicia Keys first. You you know? much you're going to try both, but you go, you have a better chance as you just uh, a successful guy out here. You know, you buy a better chance with Alicia Keys, you know. So even though if she's I married, had a but, choice, I'm going to keep my shot. You can shoot, you're not keeping I'm with not Beyonce? Shooting, I'm not shooting either one of them. I told oh, you, man. I love Kelly Rowland. A Kelly Rowland is that fine. She is. Yeah. She is. But I am a massive Kelly Rowland. Did you guys see at the Super Bowl when they were doing the celebrity shots of who's at the game? Yeah. yeah. Did you see what Beyonce looked like with her blonde hair? She looked fine. I didn't. She almost looked oh, like she's Puerto Rican. Yeah, I don't want. And I'll, I love Kelly Rowland. She's fine. But Tommy, I don't want to hear any more blasphemies out of you. If if you can name <laughs> five females finer than Beyonce, and she's forty now. I. She's Five, older than that. She's yeah, forty-two. Yeah, maybe. I mean, she's in her forties. She's in her forties. Yeah, I, yeah, like, she's, she's I know she's she, a little older. Man, than that. no. And then what she was looking like in those Verizon commercials? Hell no, no. Beyonce is a goddess. She is. She, I wouldn't put her as my number one either, but she's she fine. Might be your goddess, but, but I, I got. I would pick Alicia Keys first, but yeah, she's fine. You're picking Alicia Keys. It's just as far as. 
As looks far as air, the whole package. Okay, I understand that. We're just going strictly off right. looks. Beyonce, I think I have a hard time keeping up. You know, what exactly. I mean? Her and J Lo, yeah, well, those yeah. are divas. Divas, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna up. be uh, at least doing the nails. Like she walks around in a hoodie and some sweatpants. And, you know, what <laughs> but I mean, still like, looking good. Yeah, still but looking still good. looks good. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> she eat chicken wings with you and stuff like. But yeah, Beyonce, I don't think getting that. You know, I mean, I could be wrong. You saw she no, no. You saw she looked out for the drinking the beer. I saw that. Oh, even even hotter. Even hotter. So, but I, I. I know what you're saying. I just don't think I put Beyonce number one. I know if I thought about it, I could find some women who I think are my more appealing to me. But she is fine, though. Don't get me wrong. And then Kelly Rowland's fine, too. But I, I give Beyonce the nod on that one. But Kelly Rowland in that last Marlon Wayans movie, I saw her. And I'm like, God. That might dog. be the only reason I give that movie a chance. <laughs> she's that. in there. She's fine. It's, I've you know, always been a fan of Kelly. It's terrible. But she's fine in there. So I don't know. Maybe it's just I don't like light-skinned women. I don't know. For me, they have to be like real, they have to be dark skin or they have to be pale skin. That's I, all it is. It's like it's like Julianne Moore, like Diane Lane, and then you have like Lupita or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Like it has to be like polar opposites for me. I, I don't like that. different strokes for different. And honestly, I'm more attracted to dark skin women because I think Lupita looks better than Beyonce. To Ooh. me, and light skin women look. We're too light look, together. Have you yeah. seen like Lupita's like her mm-hmm. uh, her magazine covers? Like Lupita is fine. She is beautiful. Did, did you see her at the Black Panther? Well, kind of forever, man. Premiere? She thick as a bowl of coffee. I swear to God, <laughs> yes, she is. I, I know. I yes, think my is. ultimate would be like a Latino. I like the Latin women look. You know, what I mean, so like, like, like Sofia so Vergara. Yeah, I like, like that. Uh, Eva Mendez. I think Eva woo, Mendez is fine woo, as hell. Like, yes, Penelope she is. Cruz. Yeah, that yeah, kind of I thing. like that look. You know, I mean, I like a lot of women. No, that's, wrong, that's somebody who's overrated for me. Who Penelope Cruz? Yeah, she's okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan. She's all right. Like she's all right. Yeah, she's not in my top twenty-five. Like no Javier, Javier Bar, like that. Like, I ain't gonna lie, that's a beautiful man right there. Like she, she, she swung for the fences on that one. <laughs> she, she, I kicked her coverage on that uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> Get a cattle prod in your forehead. You Jock Spettel. <laughs> Looking for Jock Spettel. <laughs> You've been working on your accents again. <laughs> you know, she was in the worst of the Pirate of the Caribbean ones too. Oh, yeah, she, she was went. in the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I, don't get me wrong; she's fine. But man, I, I, I just thought it was decent. You know, I mean, we're we're man, far that from, movie. That, we're far from the prince, and uh, that's thought, the best. That's one of the best. You know who I thought was good? Bruno Mars halftime show with Beyonce. Uh, I don't. There like, was Beyonce with him. Y- yes, Beyonce. Th- I now, thought she had her own Super Bowl halftime. She, she's had two. She had one with Destiny's Child, and she had one with Bruno Mars. Huh? And uh, and her the Broncos Seahawks. I think it was. Super was that Bowl. that one? It was one of those, maybe a Broncos, maybe Seahawks, Patriots, but I can't remember. She was Bruno Mars was good, and I liked um, who else I like after that? Michael Jackson, of course. I like Michael Jackson. I think I like Prince a little more than Michael Jackson's because it was a better show. It was the Bears too, though the Bears Super Bowl. Prince did the The Bears, the Bears Bears Colts, Colts. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's top five for sure. Oh yeah, that's definitely top five. That was top five. Yep. All right, hey, y'all gonna y'all probably hate me for this one, but I thought the weekend had a the weekend did good too. He, he did, did a really good now, one. That was disappointing to me. That was I more disappointing. All right, maybe I'm biased because I'm a massive weekend fan. I like, this but I song thought his selection. like the whole yeah. build up they had throughout the year as far as like his album, which is a phenomenal fucking album. He it made is. some good stuff. Like yeah. when that that Super Bowl halftime show came up, I was like, God damn, man, like. Be- like this dude is fully like unappreciated among the masses. They don't see like this little genius like a uh, promo that he did like the entire year 
Oh, like the arm, the 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 album coming out, and then mm. like the whole uh, plastic Face, surgery yeah, shit that I, he had on. It's like it all it I, all came out to this. I was like, damn, this is actually pretty fucking good. I don't think people liked it because of some of the antics that he had going on, and like a lot yeah. of his songs is not is not no. made for everybody. He's, he's talking about drugs in every damn song. Oh, man, he, much. He, yeah, so I love the. I, I, matter of fact, I, I wouldn't go as far as this might be blasphemy. Somebody, I enjoy the weekends music more than I do Usher. I'm an Usher fan. Yeah, I like both. Usher's I, a little bit. Past his prime now, I think the weekend is a little bit more now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, He's more yes, current, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. But I'm not. I'll be lying if I said I wasn't disappointed with the weekend because I love the frequent. I'm blasting the weekend in my car at least three days a week. He got some good songs. He the does absolutely. Is pretty dope. But that th- this mm-hmm. Usher performance blew that out the water. I don't think so. With I those like, roller skates, oh, that I was like freaking the weekend. sweet. I, didn't I saw that coming Usher a mile away because he's been roller skating on fucking Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he busted his ass on one of those too. <laughs> I didn't see yeah, that. But I just didn't. I didn't need to see him roller skating. I can go down. You know, I thought I, that was awesome. I want to see nice something different. It's a different. I want to see something different. I want to see. I've seen people roller skate. You know what I mean? Like I thought the weekend's performance was better than Usher to me. If you ask me, if I had to put, if I had to choose one, I'm going. I, I feel like uh, it's better than the Snoop Dogg one. I, did, I thought it was too many oh, rappers. Snoop well, oh, yeah. Yeah. hell no! Yes, it's, if, Usher was better what? than that. No, I hell no! Like I just, I could, no. There's too much going on Sean, for me. Tommy, Eminem, I, you I, better I, not say the weekend and Usher's performance I is better so. than Snoop. Eminem and Dre. That's too much. That's too many. Hell no. I don't lie. I didn't like that. With Mary J. Blige and Fat 50 Cent falling out. I don't need that. Go. Fat Fat ass ass 50 Cent (laughs) hanging upside down. That was hilarious. Like some oversized bat. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you don't get your fat ass on. That's the best. That was some of the best entertainment of all time. His necklace was choking the shit out of him. He got all. He was about to black out. That was great. That might be better oh, than I mean, Rihanna's was good. Made, either, made so, it so right? much better. Yeah. No, this even Usher's brother. No, Rihanna's I, was a disappointment. Yeah, yeah, Fifty Cent pissed me off on that one. I saw him. I was like, go, go. Like, it's like this. Go to the gym. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not running on a treadmill anymore. <laughs> oh, you got a little bit too happy. <laughs> oh, I've never seen him that unenthusiastic like, yeah, ever. Yeah. Going go. to a buffet or something. Go, go. Yeah. shorty. I'm out of breath now. <laughs> that was that was they comedy got pizza in the back. But no, Eminem exploding out the box. Oh, uh, you better many... lose yourself in. Oh my God, just, you got Snoop quick walking. Music. Oh no, that, that's, not that's, half, that's not a halftime performance for me. I don't know. It's too many. There's too much rapping going on. Everybody was looked like they were rapping at the same different time. Different strokes for. But, no, but no, I don't. That yeah, that not, was that was made for high school Ryan. I was I right so back in Southside in, in 2000. But yeah. yeah, he he was popular then. Yeah. But. I was not playing in my car or at home or on the school bus going to school. It was 50 Cent, Eminem, Dre, and Snoop. That's my favorite. Now, whether that's the best, we can argue until the end of time. No, yeah. And so, yeah. That's just your That's my favorite. Prince is absolutely up there. When the Bruno Mars Beyonce. Oh, that was phenomenal. Beyonce was even in that. That was. And she was wearing the. the Michael Jackson gear from his halftime performance. I thought she wore yes. that in her performance. It was she split it with Bruno Mars. I thought she had a whole halftime performance. I think she they, did. They, she had two. Of, she's she's performed twice, and one of them was with Beyonce, and she had the military there doing the little gun salutes. No, that was that was great. It was really good. It was yeah, but yeah, the Bruno. <laughs> if we're just going off of quality, that might be the best. I mean, putting that over Prince, Bruno Mars, and Beyonce, that was phenomenal, and it made it extra Ooh. extra good. Just to see all the people I, that got pissed off because I, I this one. is racist. Beyonce has all black dancers and she's 
and they have oh, afros man. out. This is a racist <clears throat> halftime show. Prince did Purple Rain and it rained. Yeah, that, that, was, that, was, that was dope. That, and that's great. I forgot one who I liked, and I don't know if you guys are like Justin Timberlake's halftime performance. I hated that one. Well, that when was, Nelly was, came out, no, it was in the Minnesota or whatever they were at. I thought, this yeah, was, Christina Aguilera yeah, yeah. was there. I, I wasn't remember bad. That. I, I think Nelly I like more out. of a, a pop a pop song. To make me want to dance, a uh, rap. Okay, I just can't. I'm like, eh, okay, I, yeah, I know what you're saying. You might like that, but I think I like more of the faster music. You know, what I mean, like I just couldn't get with Snoop Dogg and all of them. It was just too yeah, many. Yeah, it has of them. to be middle of the road yeah, for it to get yeah. to like the fan base because it's a Super Bowl. It's like like you got everybody. It's like white America is mostly watching this. Yeah, shit. yeah, I know what you're saying, but I like all them individual. But them together, I feel like it was just kind of cluttered. But Usher did a really good job as far as like because he has a lot of job. he has a lot of pop hits. Yeah, and he shout does. out to him for not limp syncing. I he was like, he was doing he was performing a lot I of these. We'll say I like R and B Usher more than I like pop Usher. I like I pop like, Usher is still pretty good. He's good, but I like Seven O'clock. That's more R and B. Pop Usher is that. Yeah. You baby tonight. From trying you know to have I mean? relations with my lady, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, yeah I, he, I, put, he performed Superstar, which is like a B side on yeah. his album. Yeah, so I, some of those songs I really like. You know, I really like the yeah, yeah. I mean, we love that. Yeah, song shout out for Ludacris for getting away with saying on a on a Super Bowl two hundred million Everybody. viewers. Hold your head steady. I'm gonna milk the cow. Yeah, he did say that. <laughs> Ludacris got away with saying that. Everybody looked like Sub Ludacris said. I don't know. He looked like Snow Dove. I was like, Snow Dove. Yeah, Snow Dove. I don't understand. Usher had don't on get a, that. Usher had on Sub Zero's concert <laughs> with a hat. I'm like, man, yeah, I was man. not a fan of the clothes. Yeah, but the the performances were great. I really enjoyed the roller skating. I thought the camera work for that was phenomenal and very creative. I, you know, know how hard it is to choreograph something like that. Nobody busts their ass. Exactly. Yeah. That I, was don't, I don't care how many times you rehearse. When those cameras are on and you got not only you know. People are watching the stadium, but hundreds of millions of people are watching worldwide. For you not to bust your ass during that show, yeah, it was it was great. This is uh, this is top tier Super Bowl performance, and I implore you if you think this is underwhelming, please go back and watch some of those Super Bowl performances in the seventies and eighties before we were born, and then start throwing shade at this when you when you start seeing the one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock rock. Five, six, seven o'clock. Well, we can think. Yeah, I'm telling you, we, we can perform that shit. At we, can, Super Bowl. we can think and live in color for helping us get these Super Bowl halftime. Cause they, oh yeah, because they, they premiered their show yep, on halftime, yep, yep, so they had to come. Wait, what are we talking about here? A live in color had a lot to do with why we got the Michael Jackson and stuff like that because they had um, something to do. They put their show on at the same time as, as a halftime as the show. halftime show, and people switched to live in color during halftime and didn't watch the Super Bowl that year of the. I think it was the Cowboys Bills. Their first their first meeting that they had. It might it probably was. The one Michael Jackson they were, no yeah. That was Cowboys Bills. Okay. Michael Jackson was, was like, oh, Cowboys it was Bills. the Michael Jackson was after that because was it ninety four? No, it was might have been Cowboys. Remember Cowboys Bills played two years in a row. Who played before them? The Redskins? Yeah. I think it was that one because the a living color came on and people switched their broadcast to a living color. Okay. And then switched back. And they timed their their show up with the Super Bowl halftime, and they was just they were complaining that people left. They lost. They viewers. lost viewers. So the so next they invited year, Michael Jackson. They bought Michael Jackson. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. get <laughs> the biggest star. Yeah, okay. okay, they're not going to switch the living color this time. And they made fun of the Super Bowl the whole time as people switched back. That's and forth. hilarious. Yeah, and so the Super Bowl said, "Fuck that, we getting heavy hitters. Let's get Michael Jackson." You know what I mean? So I don't blame them. But that's the was the Bills. 
Cowboys first. All right, matches. so that was right. nine, that was nineteen ninety two. Okay, where that premiered, where Fox decided to the broadcast their live episode <laughs> of In Living Color, and it drew twenty million viewers. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. For their premiere, <clears throat> and like the next year, they said the NFL hired Michael Jackson. Yep, yep. So, so yeah. Shout out to Keenan Ivory Wayans. That that is brilliant marketing right there. That was definitely like, brilliant. Like, like fuck your halftime show. Come yeah. get these jokes. <laughs> people all switched. A lot of people switched over to watch this instead of watching the you know some boring ass you know Super Bowl commercial uh, uh, performance that they had. I wouldn't time. be surprised if my family did it. We loved In Living Color yeah. at that time. I don't remember. I'm, I'm sure but. they probably switched over. Like, let's watch In Living Color. All right. To be fair, the halftime show that year was Gloria Estefan. Exactly. That's so, horrible, but who gives a fuck? Yeah. yeah uh, and up in, at least uh, to my knowledge, until Michael Jackson starts showing up, it, the halftime show was not that big of a deal. <clears throat> yeah, I don't remember being that. Until Michael Jackson, I was like, this shit felt like surreal watching. Like, I'm, t- I'm t- if you think and Gloria Stefan is a step up from what y'all were, what y- what our parents were subjected to in the 80s and 70s. <laughs> Wait, t- I'm telling you, you guys, if if you, <coughs> I think I think you'll think a lot higher of this Usher performance. Oh, I'm after sure, you yeah. see what these halftime shows were in the 70s and 80s. Hell yeah, I bands you've never heard of. Yeah. Yeah, the burlesque show, <laughs> Dean Martin, yeah, from New and... New Mexico. <laughs> we got the burlesque dancers from from, from New Mexico, the Fort Wayne Philharmonic, <laughs> the halftime show. <laughs> oh God! Bing! They got the little triangles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's tune into the second half with fifty yeah. passing yards. Oh, man. <laughs> seventeen to fourteen. Man. <laughs> Yeah, but shout out, shout out to Usher. Yeah, shout he, he, gave, he gave an amazing show. Amazing I thought he did. I still love I thought Usher, it was great. Man. It was it was pretty damn good. It was it was definitely it was definitely top ten. To Usher was me. as there far as for like Super Bowl halftime shows yeah. that I've seen in my life. Usher was performing for the women because when he took his shirt off, I heard ladies go, "Oh, I'm like, all right, now, all right." That's Usher, what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> Since my wife saw, I was like, "What the fuck are you looking at?" <laughs> <laughs> and he was he made sure everybody saw that. He did the Hulk Hogan. Tore his shirt off. I'm like, all right, I knew this was coming. So NFL's eating it up. Yeah, you got more woman viewers than ever with the Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift factor. They you might as well have a hot guy over and shirt under. Off. How many times they showed her? And I think it was like nine and a half. I think it, my it, wife she, was trying to get me to take a yeah. shot every time Taylor Swift came on the team. Yeah. I was like, nah, I'll be drunk as Heck hell. Yeah, <laughs> I saw her and Blake Lively and Ice Spice at least five times. I didn't even know that was Blake Lively. I was like, what the fuck? I thought it was my Oh, I'm glad y'all said that. So along with Beyonce. Um, it's a good thing I was not wearing sweatpants watching the Super Bowl. Blake Lively was fine as hell <coughs> yeah. up there. Oh, her athleisure. Oh, <laughs> my Lord. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds good pick. Like, man, he good outkicked pick. his coverage, man. But he, get, he lucky he got her instead of Deadpool, to be Dead for real. Serious. Oh, man. Blake Lively was smoking hot up there in that press box. Man. Yeah. Her and Beyonce was, were the highlight for me. She looked, I, she looked that damn good, had all them kids. Ooh, <laughs> Man. Jesus Christ! What is going on? So I, I was I, I completely forgot about that, and that was that was highlight of the night. Beyonce and Blake Lively were the two best things at Super Bowl. Usher comes in number three. You see, Kanye West got kicked out of Super Bowl. What? Yeah, I read that. Like, what the hell did he do? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's Kanye. No Brandon Marshall, like football player, retired footballer, said that he thinks Taylor Swift got him kicked out. Now, I don't know what why Good. he thinks that, but. Good. I don't know what the I, I'm, Super Bowl not, I'm not a fan of Brandon yeah. Marshall any goddamn. Yeah, he's, either am I. He has mental problems. He even admitted to that 
Ever yeah. since he fucked up the I Am Athlete podcast, I'm like, mm-hmm. I ain't been a fan of his. I, yeah, I don't watch that. I do watch the one with uh, Gilbert Arenas. Is that the same? Oh, Gil's Arena? Yeah, oh, yeah, man, that might be one of my favorite podcasts yeah, yeah, so. really? in the world. I, like I got to give it a chance, and I've been hearing about like, it. I like it. Like yeah. that, Club Shay Shay, and the Joe Button podcast. Yeah. Those are like my favorite podcasts that I like to listen yeah. to. Oh, yeah. Like, Gil's Arena is hysterical. I love when they get into mm. dumbass arguments. <laughs> Ain't they nothing, do. Ain't nothing like former NBA players who don't give a fuck Him about and, uh, pissing off people. Kenyon Martin, I think. Kenyon Martin. Mm-hmm. They had like a Rashad McCann. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gil. Then they had Brandon Jennings on there every once in a while. And there's like another uh, female basketball player. But, hey, I don't know her. Yeah, I listen to it sometimes. Yeah. No, every once in a while they started talking about W. I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm out. I'm getting <laughs> tired of y'all talking about y'all need to get paid more money. Chill the fuck out, man. Like, extras in Netflix TV series get paid more than y'all. Right. <laughs> like, chill the fuck out. <laughs> Nobody cares about your product. Like, Once maybe y'all show WMA games on Netflix. Maybe I, y'all have a deal. I mean, it's hard. Right now, this is going to be long because we don't got football no more. So, we're going to yeah. be watching. I know. We're not a lot movies going to keep on. us football entertained. already. Uh, seven months from now, we have to wait until football starts. So, this is the long haul. We got to make feeling what we can. But it's not going to be with WNBA in the summer. I can tell you that. I'm going to be watching that shit. You know, the one upside, Sean. Give more time to watch national TV championship. Shows? <laughs> getting, yeah, yeah, I can lose track yeah, of that. We're the champions yeah, yeah. until this next college season. Oh, start. I don't care about nothing. Oh, Ohio State yeah. State. yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, Lacey's still, still sh- talking shit. Y'all cheated. Y'all did this. Y'all did this and that. All right, well, we got the title, so yeah, maybe y'all the need to cheat too. Then because y'all should start cheating with us because y'all been loafing it up. So apparently they've been doing a lot of stuff in the the NIL deal, Ohio, whatever, picking out a lot of players. I don't give a shit. I'm happy. For that alone, that's enough for me for this whole oh, year. So. Yeah, we're good to go. Yeah, yeah. They, they hired Brian Kelly to run their offense. Oh, uh, yeah. Michigan's from, guaranteed to whoop that ass for another ten right. years. Right. Yeah, they ain't gonna have no defense. Yep. So yeah, that's all right. So, but no, I'm find something to watch. <clears throat> I'm gonna have a lot of time at home, especially with a baby now. So Ooh-hoo. yeah, I'm saying yeah, at you're least gonna two be weeks, rewatching two a lot of those Disney off. classics here. We knew guys know what I watched last night before we move on. And I made sure because we talked about it. The Cherokee kit. I oh. went and rented that. <laughs> I it's, went to Mega Replay hoping I could find it. That movie is harder to find Amazon than has it. Uh, it's cheesy, but man, Sinbad. Oh my. I love it. I forgot Burt Reynolds is in this damn movie. Yeah, yeah. man. That was his mentor. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Cactus Bob or Cactus something. It, it's funny, man. It, Sinbad alone, just his antics. Like, he's freaking hilarious. So, uh, had Ernie Hudson Ernie, in there. Ernie Hudson. Yeah, Ernie Hudson played Nat Love, which is yeah. Nat Love from The Harder They Fall. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't know that character was that. Um, you know, popular. I didn't know that. So, yeah. But, yeah, Sin Battle, it's, if you get a chance, look on Amazon. It's like four bucks. It's worth it. It's it's cheesy, but Sin Bad, him, him, his antics and his sayings, funny. The little Mexican dude that he kept saving on accident. He's like, you saved my life, senor. He's like, I know I didn't. No, he no, not. No, he fell. <laughs> he <laughs> fell out the window. Like, you jumped. <laughs> Can't get on the horse because you big sombrero in my face. <laughs> he's like, why can't you get on the horse? Senor, I do a big sombrero <laughs> in my face. Oh, yeah, it was great. Yeah, and it's shout out to HBO. I'm telling oh, you, yeah. Oh, yeah. I still don't understand. Cinemax never put out no original movies that damn good. Why the good. hell is it called Max? Well, obviously, you didn't watch it after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> they have some pretty good stuff on there, boy. Yeah. I, I tell you, Bob right would now. never call that high art or, yeah. or comedy. Yeah, it, uh, it did its job for my perverted preteen mind. But, um, 
classic. I'm glad. And if you ever need a copy of that on DVD, I do. I want to keep. I know who to reach. I, I really do, man. It's hard to find that damn. I might have to buy that. It might be twenty nine ninety five on like eBay or something like that. But if I might the same way I had to do with Airborne. Mm. That movie is very fucking hard oh, to find. That, that's I'm telling you, very hard to find. Yo, man, y'all y'all missing out <laughs> like physical copies. Like it, it is going to be the wave of the future because these streaming services don't have all the ones that we yeah. want. We really want. Oh man! I knew this bubble was gonna pop eventually. I knew the streaming bubble was gonna pop. Like y'all it's too many streaming services. It's y'all way too many. It. It, it, it became easier. I'll just watch what this streaming service tells me. I need to watch. This, this is a meme where um, you know when Obi Wan tells uh, uh, Anakin, "You you're supposed to, you know, uh, what did he say? You were the chosen. You were the chosen one. You're supposed to bring balance, not join them." And had all the dude did that, but he had all the streaming things lined up. And it was versus cable. He was like, you're supposed to defeat cable, not join them. And he's like, I'm paying $95 a damn month in streaming devices. Yeah, this is what it's, you used uh, to pay. We were supposed to change the, the, the way we looked at this was because cable was so expensive. So we got these streaming. We had Netflix and Hulu. And then all the rest of them came. You got to watch every movie that you like on all four or five different yeah, you damn. Got Paramount, yeah, Peacock, so. Hulu, Apple TVs in the mix now. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm watching Pluto and Voodoo and <laughs> Tubi, and I'm like, God damn, Freebie. Like, what is all this shit, man? I don't know. As soon as I man. saw that shit show up on Amazon, I was like, man, what the fuck is a Freebie? Yeah. Like, what is this? <laughs> Freebie. Never yeah. even heard of you. Yeah, you got YouTube TV, Hulu Live. It's just too much. Like, yeah, you can watch this for free with ads. I was like, man. <laughs> yeah, I know I got at least four that I pay for, you know? So, no, it's the- too much. It's too much. I don't want to look at how much I'm paying. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But I know I watched it all, so I'm yeah. going to have to keep it for a little while. And you definitely going to be using it. You're going to be oh, watching all kind sure. of Doc McStuffins uh, and all that kind of I've shit. I've been watching all the first 48. That's all we watching on the first 48. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I start watching it. I get into it. Like, damn, I don't know who did this. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. It set me in a bad mood. You know what I mean? Because this shit's real. You know? So I'm like, damn, this is kind of yeah, scary. Yeah, those murder cases are always in depressing. Miami, Miami, Florida. Lieutenant Hernandez is on. Oh my God, damn man, him again! Like they never <laughs> saw yeah. this case. This Tennessee <laughs> is real bad. Tennessee, Memphis. Yeah, they are Memphis. You know Houston, it's going to be some crazy stuff. And uh, Miami and Birmingham, Alabama. They love them towns. So that was a good show, though. Yeah. Big time. All right, now anything we need to get to before we wrap up with this? Like, what? do you want to save your movie reviews for another week, or you got something that you uh, want to review this week? Well, I'm gonna save it for the next time I'm on here. I, I, I want to highly recommend watching American Fiction with uh, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright and Erica and, Alexander. Please to give her her credit, man, from a living single. Oh, always my God. been a fan of. Hers. Now, if there is ever an example of the popular <coughs> phrase "black don't crack," who shit? Erica man. Alexander in this is looking real good. Sean, that's the black detective from Get Out. Remember when the guy from the airport went to the police station to say, "Yeah, my friend got kidnapped." Oh yeah. yeah. I know her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. oh, wait till you see her in this. Now, this movie has uh American fiction, it's pretty much uh Jeffrey Wright, he's a novelist. And uh Issa Ray, uh uh a fellow novelist, her book gets real popular just by having characters doing the ghetto black stereotypes, and it disgusts him because uh he knows all black people don't talk like that and he doesn't look at his real art. So he gets so mad that this book is getting raves and he looks at it as trash. So just out of a joke, he writes the the crappiest over the top stereotypical book he can he could possibly think of just to pass the time going through a family tragedy. Hmm. And lo 
and behold, it ends up being a huge national hit, and he becomes more successful um, than he ever imagined. And he actually starts living under the alias of a wanted by the FBI <laughs> criminal under an alias. And it, seeing Jeff Wright playing a fake gangster is one of the funniest things ever. This is in the theaters. It's still in the theaters. Oh. Uh, you can buy it on video on demand. But, yeah, if you, if you get a chance to watch it with either in the theaters or in video, American fiction is worth watching. One of the best cast of of 2023 and would absolutely have, eh, it might be Fringe top 10. It, it's pro- it'll be in my top 20. I, I want to delve a little bit. We're running. I want to make, I'm sure you guys need a short and sweet episode. I'm going to save my review for American fiction. But I'll give it I'll give it three and a half out of five worth right. watching. Four and a half stars for the movie The Holdovers, though. I really enjoyed this with Paul Giamatti. It, it's it's a really good movie. I'll save my review for that. But if you get a chance, uh The Holdovers and American Fiction, give those movies a chance before uh, our next episode. And I'll review it next time. All right. uh, I do want to say real quickly, I, I think you guys are you guys gonna delve into Monique tonight or are we saving that? I did want to say something about Monique because I thought that was Pretty crazy. <laughs> okay. That was like, oh man, it's not quite on the Cat Williams though, but it definitely like it opened my eyes to some things. Because yeah. Cat Williams will kicked in the door. She's like, all right, man, watch this shit. I'm about to kick in the windows, <laughs> the back door, the basement door, the storm door, and everything. She kicked every fucking thing in, man. But please, like, please let, let's get to this, man. We can't leave this one like unsettled because I, I felt really, really bad for what they they did to Monique. Hey, did any did either one of you guys go to the movie theaters this week? Uh-uh. I have not. You're not alone, and apparently that was a universal thing. Super Bowl weekend. Here's something I found online. Watch thing ever or something like that. Uh, the highest grossing movie this weekend was Argyle with six million dollars <laughs> over three days. Twenty six years ago, 1998, the number one movie in, in the United States. You guys got any guesses? 1998. What came out in 98? Anaconda? Independence Day? <laughs> uh, Independence Day was 96, I believe. Oh, okay. Think of uh, one of the biggest hits of all time that came out in 97 and still playing in theaters in 98. So it came out late 97. What came out in 97? Titanic? Titanic? There we go. There we go. Titanic. 26 years ago, Titanic was number one again in its sixth weekend and made $25 million. Five million tickets sold in three days which is more than all the top 10 movies combined in 2024 in the exact same date. That is insane. So let's get to Monique. That that shows you what a phenomenon that movie was. All right. Now, my first takeaway from this interview was Tyler Perry did her fucking dirty. Yeah, sounds like it. That that was some filthy shit right there. And I know we look at Tyler Perry as like one of our, one of our good ones in the black community, but I think we look at Medea as one of the black. Okay. I don't think Tyler right. Perry and Medea the same Fair people. Enough. I They're, think that we expect him to be Medea, and he's really not. Is Tyler Perry is like more somebody that's yeah. so driven by his yeah. faith and right. everything like that? I I can't. It's hard for me to imagine like somebody with that kind of background doing something like this to somebody, especially somebody of the same skin color as you. You supposed to be black and proud, man. Like Medea made you a fucking billionaire. Like you got like a large stock in BET, like you've been supporting black women and black imaging. Like that's pretty much what your bread and butter is when it comes to the world of cinema. And that's how you kind of gave 
Hollywood the middle finger for not letting you win the doors and you did it yourself and producing your own stuff. You got your own studio where a, a lot of black actors and actresses like pretty much like made their name there, like the Mr. Brown, uh, all those characters. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just it's just so sickening just to hear this and actually listen to like I listened to part of the audio. After that, I was kind of like, this is like disturbing my soul. I can't really sit mm. with this right now. It's just, it, it just felt really disgusting. Well, help me out because I, I listened to I listened to the clip you guys gave me. I listened to the whole thing. Yeah. I, I I did as well. So basically, was, like, like on there, he he admitted that he started. He, he a rumor. started a rumor that she's hard to work with, and then all the uh, executives are like, "Oh, I'll bet we don't want her anyways." That's that's what we needed to hear. And um, she says she lost tens of millions of dollars. Now I don't know. A little bit of Monique sounds bitter to me. I will say that. Well, if you got put out of work, wouldn't you be a little bit bitter? Yeah, but I, I don't see her as a needle mover. Like it's for so me to. She, I don't see her. She's being not, like, she's a good yeah, point, Sean. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. You she's know, what not. I mean? yeah. So. And if you're asking this guy for a favor, right? You still. She had the nerve to say, "Well, I, let, let me. I want to deal with Medea. I don't like Tyler Perry. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So I, if you want to make a smart ass comment like that and still have the nerve to ask me for more money, right? And it seems like Tyler Perry is just pretty much saying. I don't think I can make money from from you. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't think it's nothing personal, right? And I didn't that. try to ruin your reputation. This is just what people have been telling me, and I, I think uh, um, Kings of Comedy guy, um, he Steve was, Harvey, um, mm-hmm. not the other one, D.L. Hughley, D.L. Hughley. Yeah, he had the same opinion about her. That yeah, she he was hard to work with. Her. And yeah, I'm yeah. a Monique fan from what I've seen. So up until uh, the past two weeks, <laughs> I didn't realize. She had this much of a negative image in Hollywood. I know she was beefing with them about the Netflix stand-ups that they all got. The Netflix shows that a cat, Har- a Kevin Hart and a cat, she never got. I don't but she know was she, never on that level. No, she's not to me. But she was beefing that Amy Schumer got something. Because she. It, you know what I mean? Like, she never oh, got the chance. That's okay. all I'm saying. I understand. Yeah, like, yeah, I upset. understand the popularity led her to get that kind of payday. But at the same time, I still thought she was worth a lot more than what they were paying her. Who, Netflix, paid, Netflix has been paying a lot more to yeah. people with a lot less. Yeah, they they really have. Maybe but she, because her yeah. track record says like she's definitely like a a comedy legend as far as like female stand up. She's definitely <clears throat> I liked her better than some more. I like her a little bit better than Wanda Sykes. Just a little bit. Wanda Sykes is up there, but her, a lot of her stuff is a little bit too repetitive and it doesn't really digest Monique. well with me. But I thought yeah. always thought Monique was like she's definitely funny in movies. So I'm going to give her that uh, she's an Oscar winner, which doesn't really count as far as like stand up. But I understand that she's saying that, hey, I want an Oscar. I'm more popular than I ever been. Like, this is the time to capitalize on my popularity. So yeah, exactly. I understand the, exactly. the argument that she was making is like, I'm a fucking Oscar winner. Like, when, like, when do y'all start paying me? Because Taraji P. Henson was saying a lot of the same stuff that mm-hmm. Monique was saying. Like, when you're popular, people aren't capitalizing off your popularity. You don't get paid what you should get paid. So I understand her argument as far as saying I was trying to capitalize on my popularity and you guys were lowballing me. And I was like, I understand what your gripe is because for one, the lot, a lot of the stuff that she was complaining back then about not wanting to do the promo, I guess that's what the beef started. It was like, y'all want me to go around and uh, do a lot of promo for these, uh, for the, for the movie, what was the movie that she was in? Precious. Precious. Yeah. They wanted to do promo for, for practically free. And I can understand her saying it was like, Y'all want me to do all this traveling, all this shift around the around the on world doing yeah, yeah. and y'all don't want to pay me to do all this. It's like no, yeah, like yeah. pay me. 
I don't work for free. Did she say that on Club Shay? <laughs> she did. She did. She did say that, yeah. So I understand that 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 reason. It's like, it was, yeah, like you want people to promote stuff like that. Like, yeah, you can't make them travel around the world, do all this promotion so you can get more money because you're one of the producers and you want to do it on her dollar. Yeah, she's definitely bigger than the people that Tyler Perry puts in his movies. But that's how he gets so much money because he's, these actors, we wouldn't know if we went if we saw him at Kroger's or something. Oh, yeah, he, he's know. literally paying yeah. him in peanuts. Right, right. So if you got the Monique thinks that she's. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I like Precious. I liked her role, but I don't know what else we want Monique to Monique to do. You know, I don't know what else she can do. So I kind of agree with both of them, to be honest with you. I agree with Tyler Perry, like you said, Ryan. I don't know what. I don't know if I can make money off of this. You know what I mean? Like, I, and that, he's all about the Benjamins. Like she said, she wants to talk to Medea, but. Tyler Perry is still the person behind all this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Medea is just a character that we all love. He's, you're not talking to Medea when it comes to money here. You know what I mean? Like, it's Tyler Perry. And Oprah, what the same beef <laughs> she's got with Oprah. Like, I don't know what, what's right, or that's what Santa Sharp is saying. He has to take their word for it because he doesn't know what who's telling the truth. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't know if this is right or wrong. You know, I feel like just a little bit of Monique is being a little bit bitter that these people have kind of surpassed her in a way. You know, um, but at the same time, if she didn't have that audio recorded, and then it everybody to prove that she yeah. was saying what she was saying, yeah. if we didn't have that, would you have believed her? I don't, no, I don't. Believe, I, but I feel like, yeah, I, I think it. I would have. I'm honest. I'm one hundred percent honest. I, I would believe her but because I, she was saying for years that she was blackballed and defined like. All up until then, we was kind of like, no, you probably just had like a bad attitude and people didn't want to work with you. But now you you have this audio to support like, hey. Yeah, she does have the audio. The yeah. audio makes it like, <laughs> damn, like we can't call her as crazy as we try to make her out to be because she has him on audio saying, admitting to, yeah, I started this rumor about you. If she didn't have that audio, we probably would have never believed her. We probably would have been like. I'm kind of skeptical about it a little bit, but yeah, maybe she has more merit to this because it does mm-hmm. make a lot of sense. But if but she didn't have that audio, game, it, it, it definitely would have made her look kind of crazy. That is a huge part of the acting game because you don't think there's other producers who are not as popular as Tyler Perry. James, um, what's uh, Mad Max? The new Mad Max who was Bane Hardy. Um, uh, Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy, yeah. yeah. He's he's notoriously known for being an asshole on the set. Yeah, yeah. Notorious. And, and that goes with uh, dealing with the media as well. Yeah, one of my favorite movie critics says he will never, ever try to do an interview with him because how, how of a dick he was yeah. on showing up on time when they had already scheduled something. Russell Crowe's got that reputation of being a dick. I on heard set. Tim Allen has that reputation of being a dick as yeah, well. Chevy Chase. Really? Chevy oh, Chase. He, oh, he, he plays a dick in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are a lot of actors who are known as being way too diva-ish. Or hard to work uh, with. Very hard but to work with. But what I think is when Monique got this Oscar, I think Monique thought she was going to skyrocket. To the I top. don't blame her. So, to be every fair, Oscar everybody would. else who has like that yeah. same thing, like they win an Oscar, usually they have like a nice little run. Like Cuba Gooding had like a nice little run after but his Oscar. He did. To Marissa, Marissa, McConaughey. Yeah, but what but I Ma- Marissa Tomei, who's yeah. currently Tom Holland's uh, aunt in Spider Man. Lupita, she, she had a run after yeah. that. She did. Jer- Jennifer Lawrence. It doesn't always. It, it does. <clears throat> it, it happens. It does. But well, it's at the not very least, always you get, you get better opportunities that you had that you had before. Agreed. The Oscar. Hollywood's no like, oh, man, that. you're hot. Like you're one of the. You're an Oscar winner. You have like you have a run. Like he from a short round who did like mm. uh, everything everywhere all at once. Like he's on a run right now. Absolutely. Like the same. Like Brendan Fraser is the only one that I can see that he doesn't. He doesn't want to go on a run right now. He just. 
He just works when he wants to work, and that's totally fine. He just wants me. to eat steak and ribs. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, mean, I don't think he can run. He can't run anyways. So, but, uh, Wait till you see him in the hills with a flower moon. Wait till you yeah, see him. He hasn't I, lost any weight. Yeah, I, I just think a little bit of – I'm kind of halfway in and halfway. I think she's a little bitter because I feel like they're using Shannon Sharp in an open Pandora's box now. Now everybody wants to get on there to tell on everybody. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Like They're just mm-hmm. saying too much, and I feel like we look bad as a black – Community sometimes, and they're right? only talking negative about black entertainers. Yeah, yeah, they're talking they about it. ourselves. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so. Good point, Sean. Great yeah. point. But then again, who who would be better to expose ourselves than the people that are supposed to be supporting right. us? Right. Well, we look up to uh, but, uh, Tyler Perry and Oprah, like, and it's a, it's Kevin a, Hart. Like I understand yeah. it's a bad look that she's kicking in like Kevin Hart, Oprah Winfrey, and Tyler Perry's back. But at yeah. the same time, they did that to themselves because they did that to her. Right. If they didn't do her dirty, she wouldn't say shit. At the very least, if they just made it right or they did like what Lee Daniels did that she said, like, just apologize to me and let's just make it right and we can make this all go away. And this doesn't have to be in front of the camera. They have to say all this. Well, you're, till- you're dealing with billionaires now. They don't have to do anything. Right, I think and, that's the problem. And there's not yeah. too many ticket yeah. buyers who are <laughs> yeah. going to go see it. A Monique-led movie. It, I, don't, I don't think. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Among, yeah, she's not a brand name that's going to get people to come through just for her name. That's a fair, because I didn't watch her Netflix special. Yeah, I didn't even know that. When it came out, because I was like, oh, they finally gave you, you a special. I would watch it if I, if I came across it, yeah. but that's not an event. Right. When, I, when I hear that Chris Rock or Dave, Dave Chappelle, Chappelle have one. Yeah, exactly. You, you, yeah, I, I'm counting the, down the days. Yeah. I cannot wait to see and that. And I think her precious role, she might have been pigeonholed. She might have been perfect for that role, but maybe they're not looking no. for that. As a comedian, also her being a comedian, I don't. Maybe they're not looking for that type of role. I will say so, that she was awesome point. and yeah. precious, and that, that that was one of the best movie monsters of all time. Oh, I hated her. Impression. She was yeah. awful. Yeah, yeah, you could fairly you can put that movie in the drama section or the horror movie section. That is a very disturbing movie to watch. It it's hard for me to sit through that more than a couple times. But acting wise, it, she was absolutely fantastic. She was one of the one of the more disturbing movie villains of the past 25 years mm-hmm. in cinema. She, she, de- she absolutely deserved that Oscar, yeah. but I do think she does. She is extremely funny. I do think she has talent, but she is not the, the, whether you're black, white, Asian, pink or purple, she's not the first actor or actress who has a reputation of being difficult to work with. And I, I think her reputation was that even before, she won that Academy Award. Mm. Now she's Academy Award winner. So she's a I more bet she's oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah oh got, yeah. She's a she, little more, yeah. Yeah, she I, I she wanted to run shit. Let's change the script. I don't oh, nope, we're not, I'm not working with that actor. I'm I'm Academy Award winner. Yeah, I'm not uh, saying it's yeah. true. Yeah, you could say she might have felt a little bit that part way, of her yeah. personality that's come through right. on her stand up. I, I think there might be some truth. There might be a little, uh, might be a little bit of fire with that smoke. Yeah, but at the same time, just because somebody's difficult to work with, they still are highly tolerated if they are extremely talented. If talent, talent gives you a lot of leeway, and, and money's in the coming hand over fist. Because how long yeah. did we hear stories that Christian Bale is hard to work with? Yeah, very true. But and he still gets work. He does, but well, he's still not. He's got. He's going to be after that. It, it, we haven't seen a lot of Christian Bale movies since um, since that Terminator uh, fiasco. I hate, to, I hate to say this, but <clears throat> Monique has the big black aunt look. Exactly, you see what I'm saying. So she's not nothing, Halle Berry, right? She doesn't. She's have, not Taraji. Yeah, Pinson. yeah. She, these women look are more appeasing to the eye. 
there, you know, and then and white America is going to want to see a Holly Berry or a Taraji B, even her. It, Monique is not going to get them, you know, that's not going to be enough. You know, I mean, that's just my opinion. I, I still think she's talented, but I just don't know how much you can, like Tyler Perry, I just, he doesn't seem to trust her. Oprah, these people, they want, you know, big names. They want to move, like I said, we want somebody to move that needle. They need to have them as a staple. And I don't think Monique is enough to get me out of the seat to go to a theater. I, you know what I mean by just her alone, you know. I yeah, mean, but at so, the same time, that doesn't mean like, she doesn't deserve exactly. what she's supposed to get. I would say that for Christian Bale. Yeah. I like Christian Bale yeah. a lot, but if you if you said, "Hey, Ron, you want to go see this new Christian Bale movie?" I would ask you, "What's it about?" Yeah. yeah. But if you said, "Hey, Ron, uh, you want to go see this uh, new Eddie Murphy movie?" I'm in. Yeah, it's, it's probably he hasn't made a good movie in 15 years, but hey, it's Eddie fucking Murphy here. I'm in. I'll give it a chance. Well, to be fair, Eddie Murphy's just been doing fucking charity for every actor for like the past <laughs> Just so they can say, like, I did a movie with Eddie Murphy. That's yeah. all it fucking is. Everybody that did Coming to America <laughs> 2 and like the You People movie, they're just like, hey, I did a movie with Eddie Murphy. Like, But they were never asked, was it any good? It's just a bragging right. Mm-hmm. It is, but I, and Eddie Murphy does get props. Even though those movies have been crap. He um he gets props for getting talent involved with his. He movies. uplifts like the mm-hmm. people that are with him. Like he he does help people excel and get them to another level as far as like yeah. their career goes. Take He's, a look at Boomerang. Eddie Murphy was he made like the one of the blackest movies ever made. I didn't see a white black person Panther. in that movie. Uh, I didn't see a white actor in the movie. Oh yeah, but you see David Allen Greer, Martin Lawrence, Chris Rock, Chris Rock yeah. popping up yeah. on there. Holly Berry was in that. Holly, yeah, yeah, these and they, they were just uh, Robin Gibbons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. John Witherspoon. I mean, <laughs> exactly. we can keep going. Oh, yeah. like, like, you know, he couldn't wait to work. You know, oh, yeah. he was probably laughing his ass off work with <laughs> John Witherspoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Oh yeah, and a mushroom jacket, mushrooms. Yeah, on the so yeah, whatever negative will we have about Eddie Murphy? Yeah, from the time yeah, that forty eight hours, I feel like Eddie Murphy's the, done enough. He had the yeah, best yeah. fifteen year run of yeah, any actor, yeah. in my opinion. Right, and I just felt like her getting on there is just ex- trying to expose these people. It's it's getting us. To, she's trying to get us to change what we think about a Kevin Hart because she talked about Kevin Hart. Maybe I felt bad, you know. what I mean, for her, don't get me wrong, but I just it feels like ugh, I'm. Bitter. I'm mad at everybody. And you're right. If you lost tens of millions of dollars, but who's to say, you know, they would have made that, though, with her? I don't know. I mean. Well, she said she averaged about $3 million a year. And she said all those rumors <laughs> that y'all made up about her ended up getting her to lose jobs. Yeah. Not me being bitter. I would probably be, I'll probably feel some type of way. Not vindictive, but I was all like, I got to make sure y'all get y'all comeuppance. Because if y'all going to do this to somebody like me, who's to say that you haven't done it to anybody else? Yeah. Because there's a lot of people out there who've been constantly getting support from those those gatekeepers, quote unquote, that's, yeah. that's constantly getting work. Like, like let, let's be real. Tiffany Haddish shouldn't have all the opportunities that she's had the past few years. But even yeah. those are drying up. It's yeah. just because that girl's trip movie made so much money. Mm-hmm. That's why she's she's getting she it. capitalized off that. Just like Monique was trying to capitalize off her big moment. Absolutely agreed. But her big moment was on a dramatic side. And who's yeah. to say that she couldn't keep doing dramatic stuff? She probably was onto a uh, a nice little role right there. What role did she have that she said Taraji B. P. Henson did? She got offered the role of Cookie on oh, Empire. Oh yeah, yep, that's right, that's right. That wait, works. no, that yeah. would have been way worse. No, yeah, but I mean, she's saying that. I mean, the same thing with Cat Williams said that he got offered all these roles. 
You know, what I mean, like I believe Cat Williams, but 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 Monique, I feel like it's just so she. What, so, but if she got offered that like the same way, I feel like Cat Williams got offered to be one of the kings of comedy yeah, after Bernie left. Yeah. I, I absolutely believe. That. I believe. Yeah. So she's saying she got offered that when Taraji P. Henson left. No, before like, she originally took it. Yeah. when the show first got into development, yeah. she got offered that role of a uh, Cookie on Empire. Did she take the role, or she, no, she, she did she, say? She, I think she said she turned it down. She turned it down for some reason, and then uh, Taraji P. Henson got offered that role and nailed it. Yeah, and she. It's absolutely right, and I think that was actually a good one because I can't see her and Terrence Howard together. Um, she said she even got fifty thousand for Precious, but she said she signed up for that. She, she, she wasn't complaining about no, that no, the no, same she, way people complain about not getting only paid got on 50, Friday. For yeah, fifty. Because remember when John Witherspoon said they only got paid like five thousand? Yeah, he's like Ice Cube is producing it. Like we can't complain about that. Like right. that was his money. I think this was more of an right. independent. I don't, a she risk knew it was Precious. independent. Yeah. And she yeah, read the script. She's like, "This is going to be more yeah. of like me, like getting around the award season of getting some uh, some recognition." This wasn't about the money on this one, so she understood what she was getting into. So I completely understand. So, but that's pretty much her biggest thing, though, right? I mean, she was a queen of comedy. When she, uh, she was one of the queens, queens of comedy, and then she said she made she had a nice uh, run on the Parkers. Yeah, the TV show that she had, which got oh, yeah. in syndication. Yeah. Okay. So she had she has a pretty good career in Hollywood. She so was, yeah, she's not she's not down and out like like they're trying to make her out to be. I no, she's she's, she's got to be making money. I, yeah, like, she's got like have you guys a million. Yeah, you guys ever seen those Shaquille O'Neal stand up specials? You know every uh, yeah, wait, like yeah, yeah, the Shaq yeah. All Star special. Shaq All Star, yeah. 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 She she was she was a regular on those, and she she was always one of the highlights. Whenever her bits came up, yeah, and when they did the roast on Emmett Smith, she was killing it on there. That, that was great. Um, but, she gets work, but when she talks to me, she's using. She even calls Shannon Sharp. Hey, you know, she just reminds me of a just an aunt. She's like, hey baby, come on sugar, hey baby, it's that aunt feeling to me. And I don't, I, know, I don't know if that's what we're looking. Is people in the general audience are looking for that? I think her time might be past. Yeah, as she far can't as play yeah. Jinx in a yeah. James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It, it has to be precious roles, like you said. <laughs> like, like I, and that's a that's she no. can still do some comedy. <laughs> she stuff. does have roles. She, yeah, she but, can have because I thought she was really good at uh, Roscoe Jinx. Roscoe yeah, Jenkins. Oh, yeah, yeah, she, she was, was great. Yeah, she was, was great. She can still Absolutely. do comedy for sure, but I just don't think she's getting the. The attention that she thinks she deserves, and I don't know if she can because you're, you're talking to Tyler Perry, Kevin Hart, and Oprah, who are Kevin Hart, especially, and Tyler Perry. You're talking about billionaires here. Oprah's a billionaire, you know. What I mean, like she dogged Oprah, she dogged Kevin Hart about the phone call that they had, and then she says she never talked to him again after that. What was I didn't watch the full three hour Shay Shay. What was her gripe against Oprah? Uh, he did the same things, like, like oh yeah, I remember that part. A uh, part of it was uh, Oprah. This was kind of fucking dirty. Oprah I ain't gonna lie. Her mom or somebody. She's like she got she got a uh, I guess she got uh, raped, raped or molested yeah, as a kid, yeah, and yeah. she uh, Oprah wanted to put it into like her uh, her show, like some documentary yeah. or some show mm-hmm. that she's doing. She's like, no, I don't I didn't want to put that in because that's a family matter, and I want to keep that part private. And um, I guess uh, Oprah interviewed her mom, and I guess they put that in there against uh, Monique's wishes. So that part. Yes, that, that would was, be yeah. that. That's that's fucked up because you don't just put somebody's private business out there like that. If they don't want to talk about the molestation that they yeah, had, it was Lord. something about the color purple too. The color purple was, yeah. uh, I Oprah, guess, Taraji. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Taraji just she complained that she wasn't treated very well on the set of uh, the color purple, and that's mm-hmm. what Monique was bringing up on uh, behalf of Taraji, saying like Oprah's been. She has she's been not, doing right by her community yeah, as far as like yeah. the treatment that she's been given. And I was like, right. yeah, because I've been looking at Oprah funny yeah, for like for the sure. past 20 years. Yeah. Like Oprah puts in a lot of money and everything, but she doesn't give back to her own college. She went to a black college. 
And I'm looking at her funny about that. I was like, how you got these billions and you can't even donate money to your own black college? Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't give have good $1 million yeah. back to your historically yeah, yeah. black college that can right. help. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, some of that stuff is kind of like, y'all, y'all preach this black empowerment, but you're not empowering the black people that's following the path no. that you went through. It, it looks fucked up. It looks fucked up. It's like me leaving Fort Wayne and act like I never came from Fort Wayne. <laughs> Like but I know you, where I came from. I I ain't saying I'm a shit on Southside, but if I ever got a little money, I'm gonna donate to. Oh hell yeah! I'm gonna donate to Anthus because Anthus made me into what I am as far as what the career I'm doing. I'm donating to my college. I'm donating to my high school. I would as well. But you know damn well, all three of us, we can name ten people we know that would not donate a penny. They can't wait to get the hell out of Fort Wayne. Yeah, and they went to the same school as us. And if they make it, they're not giving shit back to us. Or to their damn high school. I don't know. I'm, I'm still nostalgic about Fort Wayne. I used to hate Fort Wayne, but I was like, man, even if I left Fort Wayne, I would constantly come back because yeah. my mom, oh, she owns her home now. So my family home is always, it's just one of those places where It'll it's like, it's, it's, it's like yeah. home base for me. Mm-hmm. I go there, I can be immediately comfortable. Right. So yeah, my mom ever sold that, I'm going to be very fucking upset. Yeah, I've, I've met some of the greatest people on God's green earth growing up before Wayne and yeah, it's yeah, a, lot a lot of, of memories here. A, a lot of memories. Yeah. yeah. Like I, even I, looking I, back at the old movie theaters, Southtown, whatever, like it's always going to be nostalgia for me growing Big up. T- agreed. So I can't speak for everybody, but like home, I'm always going to take care of my home. Even if I moved out to, if I, or if I ever moved, it'll be in the middle of nowhere, like some countryside, some farmhouse that Holly dragged me to or something <laughs> like that. Where we got like a pond in the back. Yeah. Well, if I get rich, I'll be at the top. I'll be in South America. There's a city on top of a mountain in Peru, South America, called Machu Picchu. Where the Transformers were fighting it. Yeah, that latest one, yeah. That, that's where I'll be at, yeah. I'm always trying to find Megatron. Oh, yeah. You're going to find some lost cube or something. <laughs> I've always been obsessed with that. that that's, uh, yeah, when uh, the Conquistadors and Christopher Columbus, they were pillaging through South America, they didn't find that city until, like, early 1900s it's mm. just a fast and for that level of architecture to be at 10,000 feet that, that i just think that's pretty crazy pretty crazy he all shannon sharp got into with mike epps you see all that stuff <laughs> I, I <laughs> mike epps started didn't he yeah, i, I haven't followed so. that what the hell is going on mike with epps that? talked about because shannon sharp bringing him up in the cat williams um you know podcast and so mike epps talked about shannon sharp being gay and there's a lot of rumors about him being gay for some reason. I don't even know where they started, but I guess because he calls the club Shay Shay for some reason. They're killing well, that's him just about Mike that. Epps being Mike, Mike Epps. Mike Epps started talking about I never heard. I never. I, I, I've had her. Uh, Corey Holcomb calls him gay a lot. Really? Yeah, if you listen Shannon to Corey, Sharp? yeah. Corey man. Holcomb calls a lot of people a but lot of Mike things. Mike Epps called him Big Frida, called Shannon Sharp. You know who Big Frida is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a dude who's like a, who dresses up the girl, but he's black as fuck. <laughs> It looks. It made me laugh. I can't help it. Yeah, Mike Epps said, I, "No, I'm not gonna be like those other guys sitting there They're looking chanting. at your nuts and shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was hilarious. Yeah, why you look at my nuts? He's, he's Mike, looking at Cat Win. That's not, Mike. He's a comedian. Yeah, and so Shannon Sharp took offense because I would too. Yeah, I would. Mike Epps said that he asked Mike to come on the show, but really Mike Epps asked Shannon Sharp to come on the show. So Mike Shannon Sharp is mad. That Mike Epps is lying, and he said that you know the All Star Game is in Indianapolis, and Mike Epps gonna be there. And he said, "When I see you, I'm, I want you to have the same energy." And then Mike Epps said, "Well, 
I will be fighting. I, I shoot people, basically. <laughs> he didn't say that word. I, you know what? He's like, you know what else can happen kind of thing. You, you know, he's, it's just a big beef going on with them two. And that, a lot of this because of Cat Williams. You know I'm what I mean? I'm telling you, like, yeah, that's Williams, the downside. Yeah, Cat so Williams is Cat Williams, Shannon Sharp, this is the absolute pinnacle <laughs> of their fame. Yeah. But now they're... Now we're starting to see the downside. Yeah, we're everything's now they're both up. targets. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, no, this is like chickens coming home to roost. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Both oh, people yeah. are mad at Shannon Sharp for allowing these people to say these things about them. That's what, people, I, that's what yeah. I don't get. You can't get nothing. mad that they use his platform to speak their truth. Yeah. Exactly, and that was one of the highlights of that Shannon Sharp Cat Williams. Because Shannon Sharp was in shock about most of the stuff. Yeah, but he, exactly. He that was one of the funniest stuff. things. I was like, what? Yeah, the problem oh is God. that he's he's friends with some of these people they're talking exactly. about. Exactly. It was hurting it was hurting him. He was yeah. he was in shock. Yeah, that was that's why um yeah, when we do our top five, top ten list of twenty twenty four, the Cat Williams, Shannon Sharp. <laughs> yes. That that's has to be get uh, has and to at least get on YouTube, mention. he's got sixty eight million views on that YouTube is off insane. of Cat Williams and Monique. And Mo- Monique. He's making money over fists because of that, but people are taking shots at him because he's Cat, on top right now. Yeah, and then he's letting these people get on there to open up that Pandora's box, and some of these secrets are getting out. You okay, know, that's yeah. why you know people get... are gonna make up shit. They're, yeah. they're, they want that same level of success. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, you, but at the same like, time, they came on his platform and told lies. Like why? Why he ain't calling right. exactly. Smiler for lying about that uh, Friday after next role? Well, he that he wouldn't was talking have about. known he didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, Shannon Sharp didn't know. He, he didn't know. He's, not, call, he's not a Hollywood actor. Or right. calling out Steve Harvey because I heard rumors about him and Bernie Mac's beef. Yeah, but you and can't. Steve Harvey coming in there telling a different version of what happened. I was like, all right, man, you kind of spitting in our face and telling us that it's raining. Yeah, but if you hear it from the horse's mouth, maybe you're like, okay, well, I wasn't there. I got to take his word for yeah, it. I, yeah, I, 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 and I, like I said, we heard Cat Williams say, when I was a kid, I, re- I read 3,000 books and a he year. He run a 4340 on top of that. Exactly. Yeah, he's, so, he claims yeah. he's hooping people out there. Yeah. They better <laughs> shape. Yeah. So. You got to take with the grain of salt. Not everything says one hundred percent accurate, right. but just like the internet does, they'll come out and find receipts oh, for you. Oh, yeah, they for will. Sure. They for will. Sure. And, and they found and a lot of receipts for Cat Williams. They the absolutely way that, did. Like Monique brought up her receipts for Tyler Perry and DL Hughley. They did. They did. Got on D. DL Hughley came back real hard on Monique. He disgraced. Oh, he disgraced. He disgraced Monique, Monique real bad. <laughs> he said she bought her husband. Um, you know, it's just he disgraced her bad. Yeah, like, why was her husband in talking on he, the damn phone? He talks a lot, apparently, because he's the manager. Yeah, but so they work a lot together. Uh, Tyler Perry don't apparently I Tyler Perry doesn't that. like him, and that, I think he and proposed a meeting. That's the Hollywood game. Yeah, yeah. He, if, if, yeah. You guys have heard it's not what you know, it's who you know, yeah. or how if, well you know them. Yeah. Exactly. If people don't like working with you, yeah. you're not going to get those opportunities. Well, then just take the Cat Williams role because it was a point where he felt like he got blackboard or we all thought he got blackballed and he just ended up financing everything himself. That's why he, he became did. one of the most most profitable touring comedians in the past 20 years. He does it all himself. Nobody else finances it but him. Uh, and I do think that's the reason why he um, feels like he, he he's can, on top of the world. He, is he the can right talk to talk. his shit and he nobody can, can stop him. Absolutely. And, and more, even though I, I think half of that stuff was made up, Regarding his personal life, I do think the stuff he was talking about as far as the industry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think that was pretty. I think he was on point with that. He and he has every right to feel as arrogant and proud of his accomplishments because he, he made a good point. A lot of these actors we see in movies that we think are hilarious. They have not been as successful as him in stand up, even though he's not getting the same level of roles in the movie industry. Like, like a Tiffany Haddish. Exactly. 
Well, Faison. Faison. Uh, we, we've never seen do. A, we've never seen a stand up from him. Yeah, we right. definitely. He definitely is a shot. Oh, oh yeah, Cedric the Entertainer. Um, we've only seen Kings of Comedy and here's a couple the, of Netflix specials. Specials, but and then Steve Harvey talking about he want to be a movie <laughs> yeah, star. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. like, yeah, you, you definitely tried though. We've no, seen you in no, a no, lot Mike, of movies. Mike Epps is pretty funny. Yes, yeah, he's, he's pretty, funny in yeah, movies and, and stand up. Absolutely, and he didn't mention he had nothing bad to say he didn't about Mike. Say Epps. nothing, but that was what happened because Shannon Sharp brought it up because he said, "Well, what about Mike Epps and 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 blah 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 and yeah, Ice tra- Cube?" And he talked about Ice Cube. I mean, it wasn't bad because yeah, he, he was, was asking like, "How come they didn't corroborate the story?" Right, that's all he said, and then Mike Epps took. Just start killing him on stage. And so Shannon Sharp heard it, and now they've been going back and forth. So we'll see what happens. Like, you think yeah. Mike Epps has heard something out of context and he just went with it? Like, do you I think, think he you. even listened to the whole fucking interview? It's three hours. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I I'm wondering Mike if he's Epps got did. something to do with it. And he's like, man, I hope that never comes out. But Cat didn't still, say anything about He didn't say anything about Mike Epps. No, he didn't. And still, the one thing that I've been, I've been capturing a lot from all these reactions, like, nobody's coming out saying that. They're He's lying. They're yeah, lying. Yeah, Nobody's yeah. saying that they're lying. That's the whole point. <laughs> so yeah, Kevin Hart ain't said shit because I do believe Monique's story about how Kevin Hart kind of left her out to dry. Yeah, that, yeah. that, that did that, sound accurate. Yeah, that yeah. sounded that accurate. Or Tyler Perry, he hasn't refuted saying that she's lying. Because are you saying that they're lying? Then you sue them. Has anybody tried to open up a lawsuit against them? Have anybody said that they've been lying or they've been doing some bullshit videos and responses like right. like peace and love? I it's, hope you get like the help you need. Like all right. What's this it called? Is all Def- bitter. Defamation, defamation, defamation or yeah, slander yeah. Defamation or something of character. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. I've I've heard it. No. Yeah. I, yeah. Not from anybody that um Yeah, because def- Williams mentioned defamation is a defamation is a written and slander is spoken, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah, because I think that's how they got Amber Heard, because she slandered Johnny Depp in a like on paper and that little op that little that op ed that she wrote. So yeah, they're thinking like he's like she's lying that and sue her. Yeah. That's how you stop somebody. If you really like one of these big Hollywood wigs that got a shitload of money, you'll have time for this petty shit. Like just sue them and then shut them up. Well I think D.O. Hughley and her beef came because they were both on the same show and she was the headliner. And I think that he was mad. He wrote a memo saying that he should have been the headliner. And okay, he now that sounds bitter. Yeah, and he didn't show up or something. And I think that's the beef. And I'm, I'm sure they've had beef over the years. But she said that it all started with a joke that went too far, uh, like a, you know, would you dare joke? Uh, would you, you know, let your husband sleep with some gay guy or something? And it was on D.L. Hughley's show. And when she went to tell D.L. Hughley about it, it's, oh, yeah, that's what we do here. So... And so D.L. Hughley heard that, and he re- his retort, he re- came back immediately. He disgraced the hell out of Monique for that. You know what I mean? Like, he disgraced her whole family, everything, you know? So this is open up. Shannon Sharp is opening up a lot of doors here, and it's going way down. It's not, not money for him, but people are getting pissed off, and there's a lot of shit coming out that looks bad on the black community. Yeah, but you can't get pissed at the platform. Uh, you get yeah. pissed at the person that's saying it. Yeah, he's pla- sitting there like Larry King that's on steroids. Yeah, you but at the same mean? time, like, like you know how like the Breakfast Club had like uh, those little uh, viral moments when yeah. somebody says something crazy in an interview, like the donkey of the day. Or like, something did like anybody that? get mad at like mm. the interviewer when Taraji P Henson said that Oprah mistreated her on the color purple? Yeah. Like, where is that backlash? Yeah. Like, why has he got to come at Shannon Sharp? Like yeah, Shannon Sharp did nothing wrong. He, he did, did nothing, nothing wrong, wrong other than open up his platform for them for them to talk about it. The same way he opened up to Steve Harvey, Ricky Smiley, and anybody else he brought up in a center entertainer. You can tell the cat the Cat Williams stuff was taking him off guard left and right. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what makes that that because he barely spoke. 
Exactly. That's half of what makes that so entertaining. Yeah. It's just how shocked Shannon Sharp was about some of the stuff. Even he was like, hey, I might have to take this drink away from you, man. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm not even drinking, really. Oh, yeah. But that's what he's supposed to do. He's let them talk. Let them say what, because uh, I think he was surprised when he said he sat down with Cat and Cat just took off. And he said, well, 30 minutes in, and I didn't even ask him a question. He just cat was already on he, one. He was already yeah, on yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so. But and, and it seemed like he was mad of some of the previous guests yeah. lying on his other right. episodes. Yeah. That's that's the that's the axe that Cat Williams wanted to grind, and uh, I, I, I that was just it was just legendary I, stuff like that will never be repeated. Yeah, uh, that Shannon Sharp won't have another interview that damn good. No, and yeah. it um, you could tell that Shannon Sharp had a lot of respect for all the guests he's had on the show. That's why he had them on there. So hearing Cat and Williams speak negatively about their character and the fact that they possibly were lying to Shannon Sharp's face on his show, you could tell it was just hitting Shannon Sharp hard. And I think that's one of the reasons it gets so popular is because the genuine, realistic reaction to Shannon Sharp being so sh- shocked, just like most of us as viewers, we were us viewers are in the same boat as Shannon Sharp. That's what makes that damn so everybody so was good. shocked. Like, yeah, I, I've I've never really had anything negative to say about. Steve Harvey, Never Cedric know. Entertainer. Yeah. We all look at them funny. Now. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, <laughs> even I love Kevin Hart. Now I'm looking at him. what the hell. Kevin a, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Tyler Perry, you you could hear for yourself. He's just bumbling and mumbling on the phone. You know what I mean? But like I said, you're dealing with a billionaire right now, and he knows it. You know what I mean? You don't have to do anything to Monique. You know, Monique's probably chump change to him. You know what I mean? He's he doesn't need Monique to make a successful right, product right, at all. Yeah. So. But that now, if there was a something written on paper that was signed. There's a, yeah, a contract. Yeah. He didn't fulfill that. That's so, But I didn't hear that on the little sound bite. I just felt like they had a verbal agreement right. that we're going to do something. That stuff happens in Hollywood all uh, daily. Daily. Right. You just. Yeah. You meet with the producers like, oh, man. I told you the guy, uh, that documentary I saw about the screenwriters, the guy who wrote the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze mm-hmm. and Demi Moore, he said, um, he said, this is how Hollywood works. This is the best example I can give you. I sat down with producers. I had a great two-hour interview. And as I was leaving, the producer who was about to make the movie, he put his arm around my shoulder and said, I just want you to know, this is the best movie script I have ever read in my life. And he said, he was on cloud nine. He literally floated out the office. He's never been that happy in his life. He came back one week later. They had him waiting in the lobby for his next meeting. That same producer had his arm around the screenwriter and said, this is the best script I've ever read in my life. He saw the producer telling that to somebody else one week later. <laughs> he said, that's an example of what Hollywood yeah. works yeah. like. There's, there's, there's going to be a lot of phoniness, people promising stuff that never comes to fruition. And, of course, that's going to lead to bitterness. But, yeah, it's not uh, – It's uh, show me the money. It's not show business, show show me the money. Mm. That's, what, that's what it is. So – that Tyler Perry Monique interview, I it's hard for me to side with one one one. There's there's been times um, me listening to Fiona Apple and uh, me being a a big Beatles fan. You know your blackness gets questioned. Now there's nothing more hurtful than somebody trying to take your blackness away from you. But you know there's a lot of stuff in white culture I absolutely love. Yeah, I'm about to say, how do you take your? <laughs> I'm sorry, like because I, I listen because tra- I listen to Madonna and Pat Benatar, and I was like, I ain't black enough. <laughs> Tommy, I hope, I hope that never happens to you. 
There have you that that is one of the worst things that can happen to you as a black man is another black man trying to take you you saying you're not really black. I hope nobody. I hope you guys never have to experience that. I've had somebody ten years younger than me wearing tighter pants than I do tell me I'm not really black just because his skin was darker than mine. Now, uh, all right, pigmentation doesn't. Matter. <laughs> hey, all right. but that's what. Believe me, that's worse than getting kicked in the nuts. Believe yeah. me, but there have been times where I've seen a lot of people in the black community say how much they love Tyler Perry. And I'm sorry, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the Tyler Perry movies. I think of they are his, comp- like of his, of his career stage, or just like I, his character, the character itself. And I've had I've sat down and watched stage plays. The the lady that braids my hair, one of the, my favorite people on earth, she adores Tyler Perry and the the movies he's made. Um, I, the Medea stuff. I, I'm sorry. I, 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 that's just isn't. It has its fan base. It's just not me. I'm sorry. It's not for everybody. It's, it's definitely fine. And like I said, I'll still I um I look. I think I don't think he's talentless. So yeah, I I don't think he can only play Medea. I thought he was pretty good in that uh, Ben Affleck movie where his wife faked her own kidnapping. Oh, that movie attorney. was that's that's a horror movie for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, was it Gone, 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 Gone Girl? Girl yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, did good in that. Yeah. Uh, the, um, like yeah, he does have some decent he had, roles. He has some decent roles. Yeah. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Remember, he played that detective in those movies. Uh, oh, Alex Cross. Alex Cross. Yep. I Tyler the, Perry I took the on. Movie was all right. Yeah. His, it was his PG thirteen, but it was like. Eh. Like he he didn't do horrible. He did not do horrible. So yeah, I don't think he's talentless. But and I, I've seen worse than than Medea uh, goes to jail. Medea Halloween. Like he is definitely one of the most hard most hard working people in Hollywood Absolutely. that I've ever seen in my that life. That last Medea was pretty good. That one week uh, a couple years. Oh uh, yeah, where the, his, the son got. I remember you guys saying it. That and, was uh, good. That was, great. was that like the Medea's Homecoming or Homecoming, something? Homecoming, like yeah, yeah, that was funny. The one that came out on Netflix. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. actually pretty good. But yeah. I, mean, I think he's created at least 10, 15 TV shows. Right. So he's he's getting and all those plays he had. Exactly. Yeah. He's yeah, he's at, he's got uh, actors getting paychecks and working. And I'm, I'm ha- I uh, respect and appreciate that. But believe me, if anybody tells me they want to, if my date wants to go see a Tyler Perry movie. Oh, I'm sighing in my head. And if I pay for that mo- movie ticket, I really like you as a as a <laughs> as a person because I have no desire. There's no excitement at all. But I'm I do respect his craft and and utmost respect for all the work he's created for actors and the industry in itself. He, he he's definitely the man. No pun intended on that. <laughs> that was a good one, right? <laughs> That's right. That yeah. was pretty damn good. I don't good. know if he's the man sometimes. <laughs> oh. That's the whole issue, I think. So, I don't know. If that was an accident, but yeah, that, was, that was a that pretty was a good. good one, yeah. That was a pretty good. Damn, I'm usually good on the puns, man. How the fuck are you taking my spot, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, shout out to Shannon Sharp, man. Like, hopefully, if we ever get into that position where we start interviewing celebrities, man. Like, I know a lot of people think that it's easy to give people pushback in the moment, but at the same time, it's not the responsibility of the interviewer to interrupt. Yeah, like the person that they're interviewing, like. Like just let them like like for better or worse like hang themselves and just use their own words and just let them let, flow. Let them, let them flow. Just let yeah. it flow because you don't want to interrupt them or interrupt their train of thought because maybe they'll go on to something. It'll lead and that's to something. That's what he said. Good if point. he if he interrupts him, 
Now he's going to forget what he was about to say. Exactly. And now he, he might get mad at you. You know what I mean? Like, you, know, you don't want point. him to do that. You want him to be fluent in what he's thinking about and let him go because... Like you said, you got 68 million views off of YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, not saying damn. that he's doing it for the views or the clicks or oh, whatever, I'm but at the same sure. time, he wants to make it entertaining right. as possible. That's what he's supposed to be doing as an interviewer, entertaining and educating. And that's still the talk of the years. The Cat Williams stuff has... Still still hot. 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 So And, yeah, um, yeah. The, probably before that, Cat Williams, uh, the only Club Shay Shay episode that I watched from beginning to end was when he interviewed Dwayne Wade on there. I love I'm a big D Wade fan. And even D Wade was holding back on a lot of stuff. And it was if it wasn't for Stephen A. Smith, I wouldn't even know the whole truth because D Wade held a lot of stuff back about that whole LeBron coming to Miami when Shannon Starps were asking about that. Stephen A. Smith, if it wasn't for him, I would have never known that um the original plan was for LeBron, D. Wade, and Carmelo Anthony to team up in Miami before it before Chris Bosch got involved. They were all good friends. They actually wanted uh, Chris Paul, D-Wade. D-Wade wanted LeBron, Chris Paul, and Carmelo Anthony to come to Miami. That was supposed to be the original super team. Jesus Christ. It would have been unstoppable. But Carmelo Anthony pretty much said, you guys are taking pay cuts here. Um, I I can't take that risk. I'm sorry. Uh, New York gave me all this guaranteed money. Man, I know we're going to win championships, but yeah, I'm I'm ta- I want my 80 million guaranteed. Y'all can y'all can, and D Wade even said he kind of regrets that. D Wade said, "Yeah, we got some extra championships, but D Wade could have been making 40 million a year during that time instead of making 20 million and playing with LeBron." And Carmelo was not willing to take that 20 million dollar pay cut. He said, "I yeah, I'm sorry. New York's giving me way more guaranteed money than what Miami's going to give me. I love to play with y'all, but hey, I'm thinking about my future. I'm, I want to retire before I hit 40. So it, D. Wade didn't want to talk about that. But if it wasn't for Stephen A. Smith mentioning it, I would have never – we would have never even heard that story. That was never even mentioned during that whole time. Oh, so good, so but, good job for him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But Cat Williams didn't hold back. He was letting everything yeah. go. Yeah, well, I appreciate him, man. Me he too. still has one of the most talked about interviews within the past few years. So, you know, whoever – <laughs> I can't imagine who's going to go on Club Shay Shay right now. Like it, the only person that makes sense right now that can go in there and possibly clean up some of this stuff, or at least try to get some kind of explanation, is Kevin Hart. Yeah. And, oh, and he's, he's got it. Kevin Hart, you got to go. Get on Kevin there. Hart, Tyler Perry, somebody like that. Oprah, like like Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry <laughs> gonna buy gonna be in one ear. Oprah gonna be in the other ear. It's like you yeah. say this, you say that. You clean up this image right. that made this made a mess of right now. Then we'll get you in another movie. And possibly give you like some cut on BET or whatever the hell Oprah got a ownership of stake on. I don't know what the hell she got, but you got to get um, you got to get our boy from Rush Hour on there. Oh, Chris Tucker. Yeah, Chris mm. Tucker. He was get, catching some strays on there. Everybody was catching. No, some I'm, I, honestly, I don't. This sounds harsh. I can't say this as a black podcaster, or cinema of the world, but I don't give a fuck about what Chris Tucker has to talk about. All he talks about is Jackie Chan and fucking Michael Jackson. I'm like, Chris Tucker, like, you ain't been funny in 10 years to me. Can you please just shut the fuck up? You didn't like his last stand up? I thought he was pretty funny. It was, it was all right at best, but every time I hear, like, um, let me guess, he's going to talk about Michael Jackson some way, somehow. He's going to bring up Jackie Chan. Yeah. Um, And his tax problems. Like, Chris Tucker (laughs) clean is just not as funny as I want. Even his stand up before then, it wasn't like the greatest, like his Def Jam shit, but. 
Yeah, he was talking he, about Michael Jackson then. Yeah. Even on Def Jam. He, he, he loves he, Michael Jackson. Yeah, he loves Michael Jackson. Jackson. Jackie Chan and Michael Jackson are going to be. We all love Michael Jackson. His, yeah, yeah. He loves every, everything about those two. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Uh, Chris Tucker um, talking about his family and friends all quitting their jobs after he told them how much money he made for Rush Hour 2 and then doing the I'm Rich dance. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm rich. I'm rich. We ain't got to do shit. It's like, hold on. I'm rich. Y'all better go ask for y'all damn jobs back. That was, that was hilarious. That's and, funny. Yeah, and his friends talking about the girls he was dating. It's like, hey, uh, you know she don't speak English, right, Chris? He's like, I don't give a damn. You see how fine she is? It was, I thought I think Chris Tucker's hilarious. And he's yeah. talented. Yeah, he, he is. He is talented. He but can he's do just... drama and comedy as well. He He wants to do... More dramatic roles. He's just not offered those roles because like, he got air, air, silver linings playbook, silver linings playbook, and he, even then it was just a very small part. He played in Dead Presence. Dead Presence. Really, yeah. yeah, it wasn't. It was not over. He he was hilarious. He was but, funny, but he wasn't a comic relief. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not not over the top. Yeah, yeah different phase of his life. Like, yeah. yeah, he wasn't saved back then. So maybe he he was felt more comfortable taking on roles like that, like a drug addict or something like that. But true. And everybody has their own life yeah. journey. So I'm not gonna get mad if yeah if you if you get saved and you don't think the Lord wants you doing certain stuff. More power to you. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Yeah. It's okay. You just go hang with Jackie Chan. <laughs> Jackie Chan probably like I don't I know him. I don't know him. <laughs> Oh, old girl uh, from uh, um, Michelle Yoda disgraced Jackie Chan. She called him a chauvinist pig. Yeah, and uh, he probably he got, is. So what? Yeah, he, yeah. He, apparently, he treats women like crap. His kids oh, want nothing to do with him. Over there, yeah. He he did say he's not leaving his kids anything. He I did say that. Him. He's like they got to work for everything. <laughs> like anybody who said anything opposite of that, obviously ain't got no kids. Right. I mean, you got to leave. You These kids be. nowadays are some spoiled, entitled fucking. Yeah, you might be right, be Tommy, because my dad said dollars. he ain't leaving me a damn thing. My dad said he was leaving me stuff, so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe his casino chips or something, but uh, I don't know what he was. But I, I believe you want to. You're going to leave your kids something. He said he's not leaving them anything. He's got a hundred. I'm, I'm gonna leave them all my debt. <laughs> yeah, I feel, yeah, he's got. My, he can't but, take it with him. I mean, I guess he could give it to charity, but. True. So. True. But I don't think my dad would do anything like that. Yeah, Man, you know how many times measure. my kids ask me about, like, Dad, you got a will? It's like, I got a won't. <laughs> like, I said, you won't get a goddamn thing from me. Like, you ain't getting, you ain't getting fucking shit. Yeah. You ain't getting none of my DVDs. Like, <laughs> my, my PS5 coming with me. <laughs> so all that downloaded movies I had on there, I'm taking all that shit. You ain't getting a damn thing. Entitled ass kids. Like, that's right. I like I took my I took my niece and nephew to Urban Air. Like even yeah. those entitled ass kids was giving me shit. Jackie Chan in twenty sixteen was worth three hundred and fifty million dollars. God damn. Woo. He can't give them a million each? Like, come on, at Jackie. At the very least. Like yeah. at the very least, he came from nothing. Why can't y'all do the same thing? Yeah, but they didn't they didn't I mean Hey, um, he might have his, his reasons. Yeah, he could have. I, I, he might have like, given them something. Like, you going to donate it all to charity or right, something? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like he's giving them something and they shit it down the drain, is what it sounds like. They, they, they yeah, could have been complete yeah. fuck ups for yeah, all we know. Yeah, they, they probably they, never had to do anything. They, they, they probably ain't done nothing with it. About. They probably ain't got no real job or right, nothing. They no. probably just trying to mooch off of him. And he's like, yeah. no, y'all ain't going to be doing this with all my money and just squander all my fucking money that I earned all these years. Like, I absolutely understand that shit. Yeah, these might not be model kids we're talking about. Either. Right, they might have already had their chance, and they, they just got into drugs. Who knows what they do? They got a famous dad. Good point. They work for nothing. Good so. point. Yeah, they could have been doing coke. Yeah. <laughs> Wanging girls at 12. Yeah. 
Yeah. Junior, what are you doing? Slut <laughs> <laughs> it all up. Oh, fuck. We about to have another OJ moment. Like, as soon as he said wanging it, I was like, did he say that because he's Asian? It's like, why do you do the wang? I, I did. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, God. He, he, give him a, he, he gonna leave him. I bet he gave him something. <laughs> I leave them like my DVD collection of all my movies. You can leave him drunk and master or something. Like, Man, like y'all all remember me for all that I've done. Rumble in the watch, Bronx. Watch all my movies. Yeah. Don't don't watch the subtitles. Deleted scenes of Rumble in the Bronx or something. You can give him something. Like all the deleted footage of him getting hurt. It's like all I did all this stuff. Y'all, yeah, exactly. Hell like yeah. I, I broke my legs. What else do y'all do shit? You don't even do the damn dishes. You know what movie I used to love? Who am I? When he didn't remember who he <laughs> was. was great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who I am. <laughs> who am I? That's great. I was like, this dude is funny. Oh, yeah, those two girls he was with were oh, fine yeah, as hell. Yeah, he was driving like a race car in the front. That was, was like, great. I like this movie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that rooftop fight scene's Hell One yeah. for the record books. Kicking people with them clogs on. Ah! <laughs> 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 that movie was great. Oh, uh, HBO, I'm telling yeah. you. Oh, man. Another, another great episode. Oh, yeah. Y'all don't disappoint with y'all coming. Ryan, Ryan, you you funny. You funny as hell. I don't know if you know this, man, but you a funny uh, ass dude. Right. Say whatever he means. Even if he ain't trying to be funny. I'm like, man, Ryan ain't meant to say that shit, man. But here go, man. Being a fucking comedian over here, yeah. man, just being funny as hell, man. I, I you guys bring it out of me. You guys bring it out of me. No, man, but it, it was it was it was another entertaining week, and I want to thank everybody for contributing to this, man. Mm-hmm. Facebook, the internet, TikTok, y'all never fail me, man. When it comes to like all this stuff that comes out, and people just get all they jokes off. Super Bowl, the Super Bowl halftime show, man, everything. Yeah, they've been like, 49ers up. can't do right by Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah, so never win that Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, he putting voodoo on him and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed oh, it. Jermaine Dupree dressed like he getting ready to tap dance on the Munsters <laughs> or oh, some shit. Like that. Who told him he could wear that out there? That's a good, yeah, wear that. I was like, he, he literally looks like the Monopoly guy. He did. I didn't know who he was. And how are he a vegan and he fat as hell? He fat as <laughs> fuck. He gained a lot of damn weight. We like thought he, he was CEO. Oh, he's got all his crisscross money yeah. and he's dressing like that. That's a damn shame. Oh, oh man, that that is just funny, man. It's funny as hell. Funny, funny. as hell. It's yeah. been an interesting week, man. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, but uh, happy Valentine's Day for all y'all out oh, there. Yeah. Hopefully y'all that go out tomorrow. and do something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And hopefully y'all enjoying y'all Black History Month. We halfway through it. Hopefully y'all go celebrate some black history, go watch some black movies, and uh, hopefully y'all enjoy the rest of y'all black ass week. All right? <laughs> Until the next Shay Shay episode oh, comes yeah. out, man, we bid y'all adieu. Okay. All right, man, y'all have a good week. We'll see y'all later. Have a good one. All right, good night. <laughs>